Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode number 16 of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. This is the Variety Show episode. I am Jay, once again, back in the cut, bringing you all the hits and misses when it comes to, quite frankly, anything I talk about. Because like I said in the last episode, just like Triple H via 2001, I am that damn good. But obviously, when I have a lot of stuff to talk about, and when you have a lot of stuff to talk about, You need a tag team partner. And since I am one half of the tag team champions of podcasting, I have with me my tag team championship partner, ladies and gentlemen, Izzy Israel. Izzy, what is going on? Hey, yo. What's going on? Everything is good. good. It's hot as hell in New York. I know you're in Florida, so I could imagine. (laughs) It's probably worse. I'm I'm hot every day. (laughs) I could imagine. There's no Uh, seasons here. (laughs) But it hit 90 today, and we're only in May, so... God be with us. Uh, <laughs> when August comes around. <laughs> oh, God. Thank God for a pool. Yeah. Yeah, right? So, like I said in the in the, in the the intro, there's to, we're going to get into a bunch of stuff. Um, there's going to be a debuting segment, which I mentioned before, called Pay-Per-View Rewind. I'm going to talk about uh, two pay-per-views that happened in the month of January of 1997. And I'm going to go forward and forward and forward with uh, each upcoming show. Um, we're going to get into some quick hits. Uh, there's two special events that WWE is putting on this week. This Saturday is NXT TakeOver Chicago. And on Sunday night, it is the SmackDown branded pay-per-view known as Backlash. We're going to get into those cards coming up later in the show. Um, we're going to give our review of UFC 211 that just took place this past Saturday night. Um, obviously main evented by Stipe Miocic and, uh, and the Junior Dos Santos for the UFC heavyweight title. It was also co-mained by Joanna Jonjacek. <laughs> I still have problems saying that chick's name. Def- and she defended her sh- her championship against, what was that chick's name again? Oh, Jessica Andrade. Uh, and- Andrade. Jessica yeah. Andrade. Um, we're going to get into a bunch of other stuff. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs, which is a wash. So we're going to talk about the M- upcoming NBA championship because we already know who's going to make it. Um, <laughs> uh, among other things we're going to get into but first off let me just say just, uh, you guys heard the theme song coming into this episode it is obviously from a group uh, an old school grunge group known as Soundgarden and uh, this morning everyone found out uh, Chris Cornell who was the lead singer of that group as well as the lead singer of Audio Slave and he has plenty of album, solo albums uh, he is known as a pioneer of grunge rock 
he has passed away at the age of 52. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you go to my Facebook page or my Instagram page, I put a, a picture up with a little tribute or whatever. Uh, I'm, a, I'm obviously a huge fan of, of rock and heavy metal and, and grunge and all that stuff. And he was a big uh, deal musically in my life growing up. Now, um, Izzy, being a musician yourself in the in the singing aspect, uh, how do you feel music-wise? Uh, how big of a loss is this to, especially the the rock scene? Considering that that whole grunge style of music is non-existent, well, now in 2017, it really is not like prevalent, and you don't hear much of it. Audio Slave was a big deal. Um, Black Hole Sun, when he was with Soundgarden, was crazy. Was a crazy record, and it yeah. kind of had a resurgence because it was on Rock Band. And all yeah, these new fans, right. you know, who never heard the song and never knew of it, got familiar with it. And his voice was like, it was rough, but it was like, it had a softness to it. It had texture to it that not yeah. a lot of guys have. Like, a lot of grunge singers can't really sing. They can just, like, hold notes. Chris Cornell absolutely could sing. He could sing his ass yeah. off, actually. Yeah. Um, Cochise was just ridiculous oh, when that great. first. That's a great record. When the when the beat freaking drops, the like you know yeah. it was on Iron Man and then it became big again. So I mean it sucks, man. I, I wish that style of music was still popular. Now we got you know trash. Everything sucks, you know. Yeah, so it seems terrible. Um, but but yeah, man, it, it was a big deal. I mean, we we grew up listening to that, rocking out in the cars and road trips, and yeah. So you know those days have seemed long gone. And he also did a cover of Billie Jean that was pretty bad. That was pretty dope, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think, what was it, that American Idol winner who used his version of Billie Jean in his uh, attempt to win American Idol? And he actually won. What was that, David Cook, that that guy that didn't really last too long? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he was terrible. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't really last he didn't long. He used, uh, his, his he used Chris Cornell's version of Billie Jean in uh, one of his performances. Um, but yeah, man. And if you look at like what I refer to and a lot of other people refer to as like the four horsemen of grunge, uh, Kurt Cobain is gone. Um, Lane Staley, who was the lead singer of Alice in Chains, he's he's not with us anymore. And now Chris Cornell is gone. The only one that's remaining is uh, Eddie Vedder, who was the lead singer of Pearl Jam. He's mm-hmm. still alive. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's just rough, man. And 52 years old is, is super young. To, to be going yeah, you know so rest in peace age, Chris basically. Cornell rest in peace you know grunge music for that matter it's been long gone already but you know and, and apparently he died right after a gig so you know he uh, was still rocking out rocking out he 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 sang his last you know it was his swan song for that for that matter so for sure rest in peace to the great Chris Cornell for sure um let's see now let's get into actual quick hits up in here um Dean Ambrose, your boy. <laughs> your boy, Dean Ambrose. Mm. Apparently said he is uh, thinking and, and actually th- uh, actually considering doing cross-promotion, like doing pro wrestling and, for the right price, fighting in MMA. I mean, I, I think we should think that UFC at this point uh, with the CM Punk experiment knows uh not to go after every pro wrestler that has a name but uh you know you think the ufc would be dumb enough to bring in someone like dean ambrose yes zufa 
No. WME, the new company that bought it for four, was it billion? billion? Absolutely. I think they, first of all, they have to make up that $4 billion. Um, they're dumb enough to give CM Punk another fight if he wants it. So I absolutely, I bro, I think that Dana White's meat got hard when he saw videos of Demi Lovato pulling off arm bars. One, because she looks good. The other, because he saw a potential <laughs> fight. Because these guys, man, yeah. everything is about money, man. I think if Demi Lovato spent a year training, which she probably has been, supposedly when she was with or still is with Luke Rockhold, they were training, whatever. Yeah. I, it, it's it's opening the door for all this freak show stuff and all this WWE type stuff. Um, I don't know if Dean Ambrose will sell like CM Punk because CM Punk, you know, aside from wrestling, he's a people know him from, you know, he's a comic book guy. He writes for Marvel and. Um, yeah. You know, he's been on TV. He's even on MTV The Challenge now. He's on the new uh, Pro Athletes vs. Champions Challenge. I saw that, yeah. You know, they got Sean Merriman on there. They got a few, they got a bunch of professional athletes against um, winners of the show. So he's even on that. So he's everywhere. People know who CM Punk is. Brock Lesnar was obviously a big deal. Um, Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist, even freaking, uh, um, what's this dude, Dolph Ziggler, who is a collegiate division one yeah. wrestling champion, you know, he, could he do holds, it. He holds record records in Kent state. Yeah. But what the hell has Dean Ambrose done in combat sports to, to Nothing. even jump in? I think these guys are delusional. Um, yeah. I think they have no idea the disparity of a regular human being and a trained professional who's literally a licensed weapon. Um, you know, you and I have both trained, uh, we've been in and out of these gyms. And when you go with a black belt, who's not even a name, who's a regular guy, but he is a black belt in a discipline, you get your ass whooped, regardless of how big he is, regardless of how small he is, they will smoke you because they do this every single day. You cannot outplumb a plumber. (laughs) You cannot, you cannot outshoot a professional basketball player and you cannot outfight a professional fighter. It's just not how it works. If you do something every single day for your for your livelihood, 12, 8, 12 hours a day, you are this it's just not gonna happen. It's no way. So I, I don't yeah. know. I, I would love to see him get in there and get his ass kicked, but you know, whatever. And as big as a guy, because Dean Ambrose is a big dude. Dean Ambrose is what, six four, two twenty five, two thirty. He's a big guy. He's bigger than CM Punk. For sure. I mean, but I think CM Punk should be an example for people like Dean Ambrose, who's getting that itch, or anybody else for that matter. Brock Lesnar was a different scenario altogether. This dude was a was a NCAA heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. okay, and he was a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, there's not a lot of Brock Lesnar's out there who could just no. come out of pro wrestling and kill people in real life. There's no. not a lot of guys like that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And so Brock even yeah, fought. Brock even fought one time out of the UFC before he was in the UFC. Yeah, he didn't yeah. just jump in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went to K1. He beat the crap out of, you know, that Asian dude. And then yeah. they signed him. So it's not like yeah. he just said, all right, screw it. I'm 0-0. I'm going to jump into the UFC and, and, and try to – he didn't do a CM Punk. These guys yeah. are delusional, man. It, it's, it's really – I think Kurt Angle right now, I think he's 50-something years old, will beat Dean Ambrose ass in a real fight. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's crazy. And and just like you said, marketing-wise, Dean Ambrose isn't as big of a name 
as as a CM Punk not or, a or, or any of these guys. He's not that big of a name where if a Dean Ambrose is sitting in the crowd in UFC and they put the camera on him, right. is anybody going to know they their, probably won't even put is? the camera on him? Yeah. Who's going to know who Dean Ambrose is if he goes to a crowd like that? Can right? I ask you something? Who Aside from the obvious, John Cena, is there any wrestler that garners that much public like that much popularity who's currently wrestling like that you see him walking down a regular neighborhood and people freak out because i don't think john cena can go anywhere i think he's too international yeah he's a megastar he's hulk hogan 2.0 yeah, yeah john cena's a big deal is right there now, anybody sure. else who's currently wrestling that that can't go to a regular target and and shop randy orton maybe well I, possibly he's done movies uh, maybe the Miz because he's you know the Miz. He, I was gonna say the Miz has been popular before wrestling. Mm-hmm. So the Miz, especially now, the Miz is just as he's he's up there popularity wise. Right. Um, probably the Miz and Randy Orton. Probably that's probably it. You know and that I mean, shows Bray you the Wyatt state of wrestling. Has, Bray Wyatt has a specific look that he has to keep. Mm-hmm. So if anybody recognizes Bray Wyatt, that could be something. Right. But he's he's not a household name. There's not many of them. That's um, sad because when we came I, up, I would have said someone like Daniel Bryan, but he's not in he's the not limelight a wrestler. anymore. Yeah, he's um, not. So there's not a lot, no. you know. And you can't count Triple H. He's a, no. He's he pretty much owns the joint. Right. The Rock is more of a movie star now than he ever was a pro wrestler. Yeah, I don't real. even think we associate him with wrestling anymore. No, I mean, if, we do, <laughs> but yeah, we do, but you know, because we know where he came from, right? Um. I can only think of old school dudes, man. Nobody now. Obviously, if you see Steve Austin walking around, you're going to know who that is. Oh, no, no. I lose my mind. You're going to know who that is. The Undertaker, you're going to know who that is. Right. But now, bro, uh, unless unless it's Cena, Orton, or someone like, like you said, The Miz. No, not many. Sad that The Miz is top three, like, (laughs) like, it's crazy. Listen, the, the dude knows how to... It happened late in his career, but the dude, the dude's a top guy, man. He is a top dude. You know, he's on the total, he's on the E network every week with his wife. He's on, he was on MTV for like 10, 12 years before he even made it to wrestling. Yep. And now he's one of the bigger stars that WWE has. I don't think Nikki Bella could walk regularly. I think no. she's popular enough to, 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 to get some attention. I mean, if if she's walking next to John Cena all the time, then right, she's going to exactly. <laughs> but Yo, um, she she caught that dude, bro. She mm-hmm. got her to give him. She got him to give her that freaking ring. It's over. She man. definitely did that. Snatch snatched him up. Really I tell you this though. Imagine the contract she had to sign to oh him. Oh my to god! Her. <laughs> oh my god! Rule number three thousand. Age contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sign for her to live with his ass. Every second Tuesday of every second month, you have to do this. <laughs> you know that prenup is is it's legit. Crazy. Bro. He, she ain't getting no money from that. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Unless he knocks so, out. Damn it. Well, since obviously the, our conclusion is Dean Ambrose, stick to your day job. Yeah, yeah um, you tripping, bro. On the on the subject of MMA, we might as well just get into UFC two eleven. Uh, that happened last week. Um, I'll just start from the prelim uh, that I actually saw. Uh, the only one that mattered. Yeah, Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier ending in a no contest when uh, Eddie got knee happy with uh, with Poirier having his hands on the mat. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you think this is a rule that should be changed? This whole oh, you can't knee me. I have my hand on the on the ground. Uh, I, I, or, I, you know, go ahead. Or do you think is do you think it's a silly rule that you can't knee someone with their hands on the mat if their whole body's not on the ground? One hundred percent. I think it's ridiculous. Um, I'm not saying let's go to pride rules where you could soccer kick dudes in the head. Listen, if a guy's laying flat down on his back, can't kick him in the head. Can't knee him in the yeah. head. That's fair. But if a guy is 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 bent over, you know, crouched over, then he can defend himself. There are things he can do to defend himself. Dustin Poirier could have covered up. I'm not blaming Dustin Poirier, by the way. I think it should have been a DQ, and I think he should have got yeah. the win. Eddie Alvarez sure. is a vet. The second knee was crazy illegal. The first one, you kind of been like, oh, wait, maybe. But that second one was nuts. Um, But the rule should be if you're flat on your back or even if you're on all fours, your knees are touching the ground and you can't yeah. hit the dude in the head. There's not much you can do to defend himself. But if you're standing, you can still use your arms and you can still do things. So it's either that or, or keep it. The way they had it before, where you can't need a dude even if he has one hand, you know, even if he has a finger on the mat. It's it's been two straight pay per views. The last one was Weidman and, and Musasi, which his league, his knees were illegal, but the referee stopped it because he thought that they were illegal. They went to the tape, they found out that they were legal, and then they gave him the win. You know, I, I would have loved to seen what would have happened because I think Weidman was already out of it if they would have just. Yeah. You know, kept kept it going. I can't. I don't like Weidman anyway, so I'd have loved to seen his ass get finished for real. But <laughs> it takes away. It takes away from the fighters. Who knows what would have happened? Poirier Isn't that was three straight three straight losses for Weidman. That is correct, sir. Uh, he lost he lo- his belt. Lost the belt to Rockhold. He then he lost to Yoel Romero. Romero in devastating fashion. Mm-hmm. And then he just lost to Musasi. And, and the thing is, like you mentioned in that fight, they used instant replay for that fight. Right. However, they didn't really use it for this one. No, in terms no, no. of this, um, which is like you said, the the rules and the way they do things is is very inconsistent. Super you know? inconsistent. So and instead I think, of making the whole contest, I agree they should have disqualified Eddie. Even though I like Eddie, love Eddie. You know, it was a good fight. Before that, you know, he had Dustin Poirier hurt, and after Poirier was pretty much putting it on him for a little bit. Yep. Um, but Eddie came back because that's what Eddie does. Eddie's a dog. He is. You know what I mean? So he came, he came back. He was about to finish him. But, you know, you know it, I mean, whatever. It happens. But, yeah, I agree. They should have gave Poirier the win. He deserved that DQ. But it looks like they're going to run it back anyway. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, now it'll um, be a, a higher profile fight. It'll probably be a co-main event on, like, a fight night or a yeah, main event exactly. on a fight night or something like that. So whatever. I think yeah. – Poirier was putting it on him. Then, obviously, like you said, Eddie comes back, which is what he does. So, we'll see. Um, but if you want to jump into the main card, um, yeah, for sure. That first fight was very boring, and I honestly didn't know who those two guys were. So, I really didn't give two shits about it. All right, David Branch. You know yeah. Gerald Harris. I'm sure you know Gerald Harris, big jacked up yeah, black no, dude who yeah, slams yeah, people. Yeah. No. David yeah. Branch is the dude that Gerald Harris powerbombed and knocked out way back in the day. Okay. So he went to, to World Series of Fighting and became the 185 and 205 champion simultaneously. He had both belts. Um, wow. World Series of Fighting changed this whole thing, his, his whole outline. Now it's just like a tournament where you win $10 million. So they released a bunch of fighters. So the UFC picked up David Branch, and that's who David Branch is. I mean, he won. It was, te- it was a snooze fest. 
But it he won. It was a boring fight. <laughs> and apparently this Christoph Jocko, who I've never heard of before, was the number nine middleweight fighter in the world. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't know how, but... Number nine. He was the number nine guy in, in, in the, the planet. That's the first time I've ever seen him. I've never seen him in my life. And he was... Yeah, he was the number nine guy. Apparently he beat Talis Ta- Latis and Tandon McCroy. Those are the two guys you probably know. Obviously, Talis Latis, we know Talis. Um, Tandon McCroy is the big cat, the barn cat. Remember, the, 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 his nickname yeah. was the barn cat? So he beat those yeah. two dudes and became and soared into the top ten rankings. Wow. Which is bananas to me. But, hey, what can you do? Shows how thin that, that division is right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Is it, the yeah, upper that, the that upper divisions are, are are old? Um, you know what's middleweight, what's light heavyweight. There's no light heavyweights, and what's the heavyweight? I mean, the heavyweights are fossils. Everybody's old in the heavyweight division. <laughs> but um, you know whatever. The second fight, I I told everybody who was there before it happened. I said this is too much, too soon for this kid. He's going to get his ass stomped, and that's exactly what happened. Frankie Edgar, uh, the legend. Yeah, I felt bad, man. And, and I was off on my predictions on that one. Like, from the predictions I made for the card was Eddie, even though that went to a no contest. I went for the upset with Yair. Mm-hmm. I, I, I went for the upset. I was it's hard like, not to. It's hard not to. Yeah. I was like, Frankie's going to test him. I said it, too. I was like, Frankie's going to bring it to him. And I was saying, if this kid has any wrestling defense at all, Frankie's going to have some trouble. Mm-hmm. But this dude had nothing for Frankie Edgar. Mm-hmm. He had nothing. Frankie wrestled him to the ground and bullied him the whole two rounds that they had. Yep. I think they stopped it before the third, right? Yeah, yeah, second round. Some shit like that. They stopped it. Frankie lumped this kid up. He closed his eye, and it, that was pretty much it, man. I was like, wow. That was a humbling loss. That was for, bad. For that was a grown-ass man saying, look, little boy, you're not ready for this. And I'm going to yeah. show – I think he beat I think he beat his ass to show Dana White and them, y'all disrespecting me right now, giving me this kid. Yeah. You know, because usually when they put those young killers against an older guy, it's usually for the young kid to beat the old guy so that the old guy could get up out of there. Yeah. And that was not the case. Frankie Edgar looked incredible, and he does not lay and pray. He does not stop punching. He no. just elbows. He was he was nasty. He, he he beat the shit out of the kid, man. It was it looked like a Tito Ortiz Ken Shamrock fight. That's yes, what that looked like that first one. <laughs> oh, all three of them. <laughs> they fought three times. Like. Tito beat him three times. But yeah, that was insane. <laughs> but but Frankie, like you said, he looked in, he looked insane in that fight. And he just gave it to this kid, and, and it was a it was a key example of of what people say nowadays. There are levels to this, yep. And it was definitely uh, distant. Uh, what's what was Rodriguez uh, of ranking seven, right? At, yeah, at that point. yeah, yeah. And Frankie was what two, three, uh, something like that. But Frankie, skill wise, was might as well have been the champ compared to this kid. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, where does Frankie go from here? He obviously has to wait. For either Max Holloway or Jose Aldo, you better pray Max I mean, Holloway wins. Yeah, because you're gonna fight Jose Aldo for, for a third, third time. Aldo beat him twice convincingly. Clean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's that he beat him after he got knocked out by Conor McGregor. Right. So it, it wasn't like you know I, I'll catch him on the chin once. Right, and right, right. Done. 
Aldo was back. You know what I mean? So, you know, he better hope. I mean, and Holloway's no picnic either. Mm-mm. So, either way, you know, Frankie has to wait unless he's willing to fight another time. Unless but, he you know, drops to 135, which I think he could make. He's such a short He's, he's a tiny dude. He's a little dude. He could, he could he make could drop to 135. He would murk, I think, everybody at 135. Uh, I mean, they they keep saying they want to do super fights. Why don't we get Frankie Edgar versus Dominic Cruz? Why not? <laughs> As the, I'll do some numbers, oh, right? Hell yeah! So you know, so that was that. Then we get Damian Maya versus uh, Masvidal. This guy, Jorge Masvidal. Um, I think the right guy won. I don't see no controversy. No, uh, not at he all. Control, he controlled Jorge on the ground. He had nothing for him on the feet, Mm-mm. but but Damian, he didn't let it go. Damien's never really had great stand up, so you know it pretty much went the way I thought it was going to go. Uh, Damien had him in the body triangle for most of the rounds, um, and you know he just controlled him on the ground. He couldn't get a submission. He couldn't really hit him, but you know Masvidal did do some damage on the feet, but not enough. To not win enough, the fight, in my opinion. He should have every, every every chance he got on the feet, he should have been. Just popping them, popping, 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 popping. He should have, because Maya's never knocked anyone out with his hands or nothing, no form of knockout. No. He could have just been been going swinging for the fences. I don't think Maya would have known what to do on the feet with a guy like Masvidal who could kick. He's nasty. He's he's technical everywhere. He could do everything. Yeah, he's when, really good. But when it comes to that grappling, man, Damien, the only guy comparable who seems to be comparable has been Jacare. And you saw what happened with Jacare in his last fight. You keep you push him off and you hit him. It, it, eventually, oh, the grappling is going to go out the window when you get punched in your face. I think that would have been the game plan. Yeah, who's that dude that he fought? Robert that, Whitaker. That, oh, Whitaker's nasty. Bro. He's a beast, bro. Whitaker's nasty. <laughs> He's a beast. You know you. But, yeah, um, you knock out you knock out Jacare. Uh, you know you're that's saying something. something. Yeah, yeah. And that kid is young too. <sighs> Yeah, another another young killer. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so technically, I mean Dana White has promised these things before to fighters and has reneged. So we'll Many see how times. that goes. Apparently Damian Maya is now the number one contender for the welterweight championship. And it's the worst possible now, matchup for Damian oh, Tyron Woodley is, would murder him. I mean I don't see him I don't see him taking Woodley down, number one. And if you can't take Woodley down, you're gonna get knocked out. Uh, listen, it, Woodley's too strong, too fast. Wrestling is too good. Um, but then again, Damian Myers is a sneaky bastard, man. He choked out Charles Sonnen, who's an elite yeah. wrestler. Rick Story, who could wrestle. But I think Woodley is too strong, too explosive to, to get caught with that. That's now, the thing. if, if it does go to the Chael, ground. Chell and, and, and Rick Story don't have the power in the striking. Exactly. Exactly. And the explosiveness that this dude has. Yeah, he, he looks like Kevin Randleman. He's a monster, bro. Legit. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like a welterweight Kevin Randleman. I didn't think he lost to Steven Thompson the first time. I thought that should have been him. I didn't think it should have been a draw. The second fight, we lost watching that. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, that second fight was And he rough. still even caught him, right? Towards the end of the fight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he, he would have let tagged. it go, you know? I don't think he's going to have any respect for Maya on the feet. I don't think I think he's going to be no. super confident that Maya can't take him down. 
Now, if he gets overconfident and Maya decides to pull guard and sweeps him, I don't think Woodley has has any idea what to do with a guy like Maya on the ground. If Maya can somehow get uh, Tyron Woodley on his back, that fight is over. I think that fight is a wrap. Well, good luck now, with that. Now, the thing is, this is how I see Maya getting knocked out. If I, I, The way I see it in my head, I see him trying to pull guard and Woodley just raining on him from mm-hmm. the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Just coming down with freaking fury and just pounding him out like Lesnar style. Just yep. boom, 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 until Maya's out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think it's going to be predictable that he's going to try to pull guard because he's not going to be able to – he's not going to muscle or wrestle him to the ground. He's going to have to pull guard. Or whatever, and Woodley being on top of him is not a good scenario either. Even if, he, if I was Woodley, if he's gonna try to go for sweeps, he's getting elbow. If he's gonna try to do something, he's getting hammer fist. He's get he's just getting knocked, you know, every second that I'm on top of him. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he just has to be careful, like you said. He can't. His leg could get caught, Frank Mir style. He this dude could catch him anywhere. You know what I mean? So, you know, I I just think Woodley is just gonna take him out quick, and it's probably not gonna even get there, but. Mm. We're obviously talking about a fight that has not happened yet. Folks. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah, we've yeah. seen so, we've seen so many fights. We can pretty much try, figure how things are going to go. <laughs> For sure. Um, so the co-main event, everyone thought that on, uh, Jessica Andrade would be the biggest challenge in Joanna Janjacek's career. That was not the case. Um, I don't think she's had round, a big challenge, bro. No, I mean. She got uh, rocked. Claudia, Claudia is pretty much the only. I think the first time they fought, Claudia won. If you watch the fight, but the, then yeah. the, then the second fight, you know, yeah, you wanna smoke them. Just out. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, everybody was saying that if Jessica catches this chick, she can knock her out. Nah, now I was like, Joanna's gonna outclass this chick on the feet. Mm-hmm. I said that when I did my predictions. I said Joanna's gonna outclass this chick, and she's gonna. She's probably going to outpoint her because Joanna doesn't really knock people out either. No. Um, so I was like, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, the first round, uh, uh, Jessica showed her strength. She was throwing her around a little bit. She was picking her up, looking like she was going to slam her. Mm-hmm. She did give her a hematoma on her forehead. I forget how that happened. First uh, round. What was it? In the first round, I think she caught her with an elbow or something. Okay, yeah. So she she got a little hematoma on her forehead, but from the second round all the way to the fifth, it was all Joanna, all Joanna, just peppering her, punching, kicking. She was faster. She was, you know, she was just everywhere. Way taller. Yeah, yeah, it was too much. Uh, with with her out the way, who is left in that strawweight division that can even do anything with her? Do anything? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about do anything, um, but I know next, I know Rose Nama Eunice is coming up. She's next, I supposedly. Supposedly, she um has has the next the next shot. I think she's gonna get beat down badly. Um, yeah. But um, I don't know. I I, I I was hoping for for the karate hottie. But she got smoked by Rose. Yeah, she got caught, man. I don't know what the hell happened there. So I don't know what you know what went down. Um, if if you look at the top ten or so, she already beat Claudia. She already beat Carolina. She mm-hmm. presumably is gonna fight Rose next. She already beat Jessica Andrade. 
Randall Marcos is not doing nothing. She already destroyed Carla Esparza. Tisa mm-hmm. Torres lost to Rose, but she just beat Beck Rollins. So I guess if she could string off, you know, two two more or something like that, maybe. Joanne Calderwood, Thanks. they like her, but she just lost to Jessica Andrade. Yeah. And, you know, what, if Paige Van Zandt wins two fights in a row, they'll give her a title shot maybe. I mean, there's nobody. She don't want it. There's nobody. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. That um, the it's not even that the division is thin because I think this this division is super talented. It's just, I mean, Felice Herrick just won two in a row. Maybe if she wins yeah. another two in a row, she she's you know people think she's hot. What I think she's not hot at all. She's too cut up for yeah. me. But um, yeah, she's very uh, very she's jacked. very ripped. Yeah, yeah, she way too ripped. way too no nobody fight at all. I, I can't deal with that. And um, she's a veteran too. She's been around a long yeah, time. Yeah, she's been she, around for a while. She's a good. She's a decent kickboxer. So you know, who knows? Yeah, if she went, you know. but she's you know. So, I mean, you got Tisha Torres, I would say, and Felice. If 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 they could string off like two more wins, I would give it to yeah. them. I guess up next and is with Rose, the, and with the popularity popularity of Paige Van Zandt, right. she can. Right, but she she got killed by Michelle Watterson. She got beat, ran through. But you know, so uh, who knows? <laughs> it's crazy. Know. But um, who knows, man? Well, Joanna, Joanna, talk about levels. Joanna is on another planet, man. She, they're opening up that one twenty five division for the girls. She says she wants to fight there too, so that could be another uh, you know venture for her. Mm. She needs something. Yeah, she needs she needs more challenges for mm-hmm. sure. And Dana's thinking of opening up another uh, like a heavier weight for the for women, girls? right? Some shit like that. I think they. I mean, doing, I mean they have one forty five, right? Yeah. yeah. And Cyborg is supposed to fight Casingano, right? Some shit like now that. Now they're saying Casingano because Jermaine is not ready or whatever. Oh boy, damn! I think Poor she's Casingano. But I mean, um, that should be that should be a good fight if Zingano's not stupid. Right, if she doesn't just run straight into Cyborg's punch. Oh. <laughs> I mean, either way, she she gets murdered. I don't see her making it out, but yeah, it'll probably be a tough how, test. N- nobody's gonna beat nobody's gonna beat that woman in the UFC. Not a chance. She might as well she might as well fight at the one thirty five pound division in men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Talk about talk about the girl that was supposed to fight men. It should it, it, not Rousey. It would have been Cyborg. Yeah, if it was anybody, it would have been her. But yeah. um, so up to the main event, which uh, I called for the guy who won it, um, and I figured it was going to end fast. However, I was when it started a little nervous because it is Junior Dos Santos. You know what I mean? Um, but however, Steve Miocic took him out quick, like a hot knife through butter. Um. And he has tied the record for every other heavyweight in UFC history with two title defenses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ridiculous, I, y'all. Nobody could defend that shit a third time. I guess so third ridiculous. time is not a charm when you're UFC heavyweight champion. Um, so, yeah, apparently Stipe, his ankle got messed up when uh, Junior hit him with a couple of good leg kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing the urgency, seeing that his leg is pretty messed up, it just went. Stipe went. Stipe went in and just took him out. Um, now, two questions: 
is the mystique and the whole killer aspect of Junior Dos Santos gone and how far you see Stipe Miocic going? Oh, man. Uh, you know, here's my thing about – I think – well, first of all, I think Junior was winning the earlier aspects. Of, I mean, it was a quick fire. It was only two minutes. But those leg kicks were super effective super quickly. Like, Stipe was limping after, like, yeah. the first two. So maybe if the, uh, the whole fight, I'm telling dudes, yo, stay off the cage. You know, because when we watch these fights, we yell at the fighters, like, if they can hear us. Yeah. So I'm yelling at Dos Santos, keep your back away from the cage. Keep your back away from the cage. That's how he lost against Kane the, the second and third time he lost to him. Or the first two times he lost to him. You know, he always his back is always, oh, I like to stay against the gate. No, bro. You can't do that against Stipe. If he connects, he will knock you out. You know, that's the most, for the most part, you know, heavyweight fighters, if they catch you flush, these guys are too big, the, the gloves are only four ounces, you're going to get knocked out. Yep. So I'm like, dude, just stay off the cage, stay off the cage. When he was off the cage, he had he had uh, space to, to move, and he was landing those leg kicks. He caught him with a three or four of them. Stipe was already limping. Like you said, urgency comes in. I'm going to go, for, I'm headhunting. Stipe caught him, knocked his ass out. I think I think Dos Santos can – it's tough, man. The heavyweight division is so old and thin that he's still a top freaking five to ten heavyweight. Do we want to yeah. see him fight for the title again? Absolutely not. The only mm-hmm. thing is this. Fabrice Overdoom and Alistair Overeem are fighting against each other again Ugh. for the third time. I'm assuming oh, whoever God. wins that fight gets the rematch with Stipe. Where the hell's Cain yeah. Velasquez? Who the hell's he fighting? Nobody knows. I don't think he has a fight scheduled or coming up, you know. He um, was supposed to fight Stipe, but he got injured again. Oh, always. So, He's so the that's worst. why Junior got that's why Junior got the shot. He's the Junior worst. wasn't the number one contender. Junior was ranked number four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's that if it wasn't for the fact that Overeem just got knocked out by Stipe, and if it wasn't for the fact that, like you said, Verdum lost the belt to Stipe, right. I don't think Junior would have been in this fight. You know what I mean? If anything, I would have seen probably Junior going up against Fabricio in right. that rematch, rematch from here. Which would back. be interesting, right? And and I could have seen Kane fighting Alistair, right? Or, or or vice versa, whatever. Whoever is you know shuffled. But I mean, we who's number five? What Derek Lewis is number five, or is Close. it that? that it's that uh, Francis Ngano. Derek Lewis is yeah. six. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like. Two of your top ten guys are young. They're new. They haven't really fought anybody. I mean, Ngannou, I can't say they haven't fought anybody. Derek Lewis has a win over a big country, and Ngannou has a win over Arlovsky. So those are legit wins. I'll give you that. However, both of those guys are on the downslide. Arlovsky has no chin. So, you know, no. tailor-made matchup for these dudes. I was and surprised. He is a key example of that old veteran that mm-hmm. is still in the heavyweight division. It's crazy. Big but country too. He ain't, he ain't no spring chicken. He ain't, he ain't even ranked in the top fifteen. He's not even here. Jeez. I'm looking at the. He's not even ranked in the top. There's some guy named Daniel Omilizankuk, maybe. Sure. Some, some guy named Tim Johnson. Some guy named Marcin Tabura and Aleski Olenek. Are your 13, sure. 14, 12, 13, 14, 15 ranked guys? Number ten is Alexander Volkov. Who are these people? Never seen these dudes fight. Alexander Volkov is, is a Bellator is a guy. Fan. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, 
who are these people? You got Travis Brown, who's on his way out. Arlovsky on his way out. Mark Hunt on his way out, who just got destroyed by Overeem. Derek Lewis, who I like actually, I re- I think he's hilarious. And Mark Hunt is fighting the Black Beast next. I oh think. God, that's gonna be. I love the Black. I I don't know. I think he's hilarious. Derek Lewis is nice, bro. He's, he's a beast, he's man. He's funny. He's he just he just he beat the hell out of Travis Brown. That's another win. I no, forgot that he has, dude. He got he got no gas tank, but he's he has he, no you know. tank. But you beat. You beat uh, Country, Brown, and Mark Hunt. Three, those are three legit wins to get you a title yeah. shot in the heavyweight yep. division. I forgot that he beat Travis Brown. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I mean, you're riding on your young horses, you know. Where the hell's Cain Velasquez? Who knows? He's the worst, most overrated heavyweight in the history of mixed martial arts <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I don't, he's, he's the worst. Now the talk is... Is Stipe Miocic the GOAT at heavyweight? How? Wow. Come on. Like, it, it, it's so ridiculous. I'm listening to podcasts and all that. You got You got no. Might have a strong case for What are we talking about? He just won the belt. What are we talking about? For me, the top five heavyweights in no particular order. Well, number one is Fedor, always. Yeah, sure. You got to go Fedor. I'm not going to put the rest in order, but it's Fedor, no Guerra. I'm putting uh, Fedor Noguera. I'm putting Verdum up there. His resume is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might go Randy Couture just because he's a legend. Um, yeah. num- you know, in number five, you could you could you could talk guys like Frank Mir. You could talk guys. You know, there's a lot of guys to me that come way before Cain Velasquez. Overeem, he's a dream heavyweight champ, strike force heavyweight champ. Mm-hmm. You know, K1, he's beating a ton of... You could put a lot of guys in that top five way before you even talk about, to me, Cain Velasquez. I think Cain Velasquez's bro, resume is so it, overrated. As silly as it sounds, bro, I'd put Brock before Cain Velasquez. Absolutely. i put... Listen, he won the UFC heavyweight title in his fourth, third or fourth fight. His, he's the biggest draw in MMA history for the most part. Mm-hmm. He's, he can go on a pay-per-view now and sell the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saved you know UFC I mean? 200. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, the whole Brock thing in MMA is kind of, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? He didn't have enough time. Fine. He only had, what, eight, nine fights, counting the Mark Hunt fight. He had probably had nine fights. You know? But he's still, he's still the biggest name in the company if he decides to come over. For sure. You know what I mean? And, and Dana White was, would kill to have that dude on the roster. Right. You know? If he was heavyweight champ, Conor McGregor ain't, ain't touching his numbers, man. Ronda Rousey ain't touching hey. his numbers. No. No. So, I mean, I, I, I'd put a case out there for Brock being over Kane, even though Kane beat Brock. You know what I mean? But he also beat a Brock Lesnar who was sick. Mm-hmm. He beat a Brock Lesnar. And that's that Brock took Kane down twice. Right. Right. But... Whatever, that's in the past. Kane got the win. And Kane is, you know, one of only two guys to be a two-time UFC heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, he has those numbers. You know what I mean? And he has only lost once, tw- twice. So, I mean, I can understand why people will hype him up. But he's another one. He's only defended the belt maybe once. And, yeah, he only defended it once. He beat Brock. Mm-hmm. He lost the He lost the junior. Beat Junior, 
And, and I guess Verdun, yeah. He did. He defended it once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, he defended it twice against Junior again and and Verdun. freaking Bigfoot over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, was he champ when he beat Verdun? I think he was champ. Yeah, yeah. He was champ because Verdun was the interim. So he he he. Yeah. Right. So he defended it twice, lost it once. Right, right, right. I mean, so, his 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 UFC record, bro. I mean, Jake O'Brien, Dennis Stoinich. And on top and on top of that, he's an injury prone bastard. He's the worst. If anything, greatest worst. of all time, legit, like overall. I mean. I got Crow John Cop Jones, ahead of him. John Jones has never lost a fight. Oh, John Jones, to me, as far as he's the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. I think his his yeah. resume is ridiculous. If you he's look at his record and the guys that he beat, I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't see, you know, Anderson, people talk Anderson Silva, but Anderson Silva's resume used to is be. not John Jones's resume. Bro, John Jones has beaten everybody everybody like li- everybody. like i mean we could we could his freaking second fight with stefan bonner you know what i'm saying his career is nuts 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 bro he well, all right let's just look at when he this is before he won the belt he mm-hmm. beat brandon vera matt ha- well yep. that bs tko uh dq yeah, lost to matt hamill whatever so he beats Ryan Bader to get the number one contender. Look at the guys he's beat. He's then he beat Shogun to get the belt. He beat Shogun, arguably yep. the you know top. He's definitely a top five light heavyweight, maybe number yep. two of all time. Period. He mm. beats Shogun. His first th- title defense is Rampage. Then he beats Lyoto. Then he beats Rashad. Then he beats Vitor. Then he beats Chael. Then he beats Gustafson. Asterix. Then he beats Teixeira. <laughs> Then he beats Cormier, and then he beats Saint Pru. Like, are you kidding me with that? That's come on, son. Great. That's that's greatness. And that's that Vito almost broke his arm. That's exactly. And he's and then he submits the black belt Vito. He submits the black belt Machida. He was mm-hmm. come on, John Jones is. Yo, he put Machida to sleep. He just dropped him, and the dude fell yeah. like if he got sniped. Jones is disrespectful, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> he didn't have to do him like that. <laughs> disrespectful. He didn't have to do him like that. <laughs> but, um... Oh, man. But, yeah, man, the UFC... I mean, and supposedly, hopefully, it, it goes through, you know, the rematch with Jones and Cormier. For sure. It's supposed That's to July. go down. Um, you know, so let's see, man. In terms of Stipe... You know, whoever he fights next better tuck their chin. That's all I got to There's say, man. There's much that's, work that's, to be done for Stipe Miocic. Listen, I'll, I'll give you this. If he could beat the winner of Verdum and Alistair again, which most likely he will, that's that's great. Yeah. Now, And if he could beat Cain Velasquez, because, I, look, I, I can't stand Cain Velasquez. I think he's overrated. But as far as skills are concerned, he's absolutely Incre- notch, yeah, 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 yeah. He's incredible. I can't. Dis- his chin is very suspect, but his skill, as Late, far as his, lately, yeah, as far as his cardio and his skill set, he's incredible. If he could run through both of these guys, you know, he beat he beat Overeem, you know, Verdum, Velasquez, Dos Santos. He beat Mark that's Hunt. A, he beat. I think he beat a, Big that's Country. A pretty- that's a damn good resume. Then we yeah. could talk about putting him in the top five, but oh, he's the greatest of all. T- Are you smoking crack? Mikko Krokop is let's a get, top. 
Let's get that third title defense. Yeah, are you crazy? Come on, son. If Daniel Cormier would have stood at heavyweight, he would have probably be right now the heavyweight champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, son. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. People get people get crazy. They forget about guys like Josh Barnett and and, 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 and who knows? And who knows? John Jones could go up to heavyweight at any point. And smoke. If he could tuck his chin, it, come on, man. I like I like Stipe. I think he, but I think he's a one trick pony. I think he's a guy. He's a he's a he's a to me he's a heavyweight Chuck Liddell. He stops you from taking him down and he knocks you out because he doesn't kick or he doesn't throw heavy punches. He's not versatile yeah. enough. You know, if if he doesn't catch Kane, I think Kane smokes him. To be honest, probably, probably because no, Kane's wrestling is better than his. Oh, way better. His cardio is ridiculous. So and he kicks. Steve Ray's just a they fight, Unless they fight in his home country of Mexico. <laughs> that's that's his kryptonite. <laughs> He's the His least, cardio's out the window. The most non-Mexican Mexican of all time. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, oh, it's man. crazy. But you, the UFC's looking real interesting right now, man. It um, is. It's a crapshoot, man. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Yeah. So from one combat sport to the other, I wanted to get your opinion on this. Um, I mean, Canelo Alvarez pretty much smoked Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Right. Um, Leo Cesar Chavez Jr. is uh, there's no way you can you can uh, compare him to his father. Um, no, no. <laughs> so Canelo gets rid of him, and Max Kellerman, who's interviewing Canelo in the ring, is asking him, "What's next for you?" Then, in very WWE fashion, Super he calls WWE out tri- he calls out Triple G's name, Galani Golovkin, and then all of a sudden, there's music playing. They have a Titantron with this dude's music video up there showing him knocking dudes out. And here he comes in his suit, walks to the ring, and they're cutting promos on Mind you, other. he was sitting in what the, the front row the whole fight. Yeah. <laughs> they made the dude go to the back just to, just to walk. <laughs> so stupid. Why is boxing resorting? Do you think boxing is resorting to these type of things because – I mean, people are still watching boxing, and obviously it depends on the names. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have many left. But, um, you know, just to make it seem bigger than what it is, they're trying to do this WWE style of promotion. Uh, they, they're they cutting promos on each other in the ring, and they pretty much already have it signed that they're going to fight in September. Um, now, according to Dana White, these guys took the date that they had set, supposedly, or idea for uh, McGregor and Mayweather. My question was on the last show that I did, and I would like your opinion on it. How mm-hmm. come boxing, like MMA and like pro wrestling in some degree, how come boxing can't have multiple main events with multiple big names that will generate a momentous amount of money? Because if you have on the marquee Mayweather versus McGregor. McGregor right now pretty much being the biggest name in MMA, mm-hmm. going up against the best boxer in history, tied with Rocky Marciano and all this bullshit, mm-hmm. and then co-main evented by probably the two greatest fighters in the world that are not named Floyd Mayweather fighting each other. How come boxing can't have a double main event? The issue is because if you do, it's because of the promoters. Um, the UFC could throw five title fights on one card if they if they choose, which they basically did for UFC the 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 Conor McGregor the MSG card. They had I think three title fights, 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's UFC is the sole promoter, so the UFC gets everything. They don't have to negotiate with anyone because they they're not negotiating. There's no one there to combat them. Now, if yeah. you put McGregor, uh, 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 Mayweather, then you got Canelo and, and Triple G. I don't know who. I don't know who. I, maybe Triple G's with Bob Arum. So you got Mayweather, who's a, who's his own promoter. Dana White, who's McGregor's guy. Canelo is with um, Golden Boy Dela and Dela Hoya, right? Right, yeah. Golden Boy Promotions. And now you got Triple G, who I think is you. So you got four dudes negotiating their prices who's going to be the a side who's going to be the b side who's going to get this who's going to get the gate it's a headache it took almost 10 years or maybe 10 years just to get pacquiao and mayweather to freak you i always ask myself the same thing why can't we have more than one dope ass fight on a boxing card it's because all these politics you got the wba ibf wbc for one freaking division one guy who weighs the same three guys who weigh the same thing and if they have three different champs Boxing is yeah, bullshit when it comes to that stuff, bro. Why can't you have it's like it's so ridiculous, bro. All this pro like this old school, all the history and the sweet science and all that shit. It's so whack, man. It's such an antiquated way of doing it. Like boxing feels like baseball with their old, you know, all these old rules that they have. It's so it's so whack yeah. to me. There's no reason why you can't have those four dudes on one card. That'll be the biggest pay-per-view Period of all time, UFC, boxing, whatever, it'll be ridiculous. But it's too yeah, much politics I mean, involved. You, you would think, you would think, like I said, with those four guys on the marquee of like freaking the the MGM Grand or Mandalay Bay, wherever the biggest spot in in Las Vegas is, um, you would think that would totally blow the blow the record of Mayweather Pacquiao out the water, mm-hmm. out the water. You have UFC fans watching. You have boxing fans watching. You have people all around the world. It'll kind of be like the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't watch the, the shit, people are going to watch. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it'll be that type of event. How come you can't – How I mean, like you said, because all the, the stupid promoters and stuff. But you would think in their minds they'll say, if we can get all this together, how much money will, will we all make? And if anything, a card like that could probably rejuvenate this freaking dead-ass sport. It's true. Especially – Everyone will want to be on the undercard. All the top younger fighters in the world will be like, yo, I was on that card. Right. You know, Roy Jones Jr. was 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 joking around and saying, I'll fight and I'll fight Anderson Silva on the undercard mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. that shit. You know what I mean? Like everybody will want to be on that undercard. I mean, it's ridiculous that that boxing can't have that. You know what I mean? But sure. you know, that's why their sport is a dying sport. You know, it is because you have one dope fight with the best names on the on the main event, for and sure. your undercard is shit. I don't, bro. I, when when somebody invites me over for a boxing fight, I don't show up there until 11, 30, 12 o'clock when the main event. I don't want to see any of those other exactly. fights. I get exactly. mad if I get there too early, and and you know it's the, the co-main event. I don't care about those fights. Boxing is a one yeah. fight show. That that's why the UFC is smoking it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's an old YouTube video, probably from seven or eight years ago. I'm sure you've seen it, where Joe Rogan is... is, is uh, With Lou DiBella. They're arguing Lou DiBella. Uh, uh, on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, didn't Lou DiBella die like a year ago? Uh, he, he died, maybe, I think, recently. Probably. I think he died. I mean, we always but, kill uh, people off on the show when they're alive, so who knows? Yeah, when, yeah he's, he's probably still around. <laughs> Lou DiBella, if you're alive, my apologies. Don't sue. Yeah. I, I Don't sue me. I thought you died. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Lou DeBella's still alive, bro. 
Yes, he's 56. <laughs> Sorry, Lou. Sorry, Lou. just killed you all. Yo, my bad. I thought you died, man. Somebody from boxing <laughs> died like a year ago. Whatever. I don't know. Who cares? Um, How is Bob Arum's yeah. old ass still alive, by the way? He's so crusty. He was promoting for like Muhammad Ali and <laughs> Rocky Marciano probably. He's such a fossil, bro. Yeah, there's no reason why he should be still around doing He's them. 85 um, years old. You know what that reminds me of? You remember the mo- the first Undisputed movie before it, before it turned into a crazy With show? Um, Wesley oh. Snipes and, and, yeah. and Big Rings. Ving Rhames. That was a good ass movie. I don't care what anybody said. That movie was dope. It was. I enjoyed it. That reminds me of Peter Falk's character. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Old man in the prison that he was pretty much running the ship. Yeah, he was a fossil. That's who, that's who Bob Arum reminds me Bob of. Bob Arum. That's Peter probably where Falk's they got character. that character from. They probably panned it after him, his old ass. Supposedly, Vic Rames was supposed to be Tyson when he was in prison. Uh, I can see that. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. So, so, yeah, man, it's a shame that, you know, that boxing has to do so much bullshit just to get just to get a fight together you know mm-hmm. what i mean screw all the politics just get in there and fight man um <laughs> for sure so with that out the way uh that was probably the longest quick hit said quick hit segment in our career of doing this um <laughs> uh but yeah real quick let, let's let's talk some basketball and then we'll actually talk about wrestling on this <laughs> wrestling show um <laughs> so uh Obviously, right now, the East and Western Conference uh, finals are underway. Um, Cleveland is already one game up on the Boston Celtics. The Cinderella story is going to end uh, quickly. Um, and we also have the very old and injured and beat-up San Antonio Spurs having the unenviable task on going against this Kevin Durant, Seth, I mean, I guess Seth Curry, Steph Curry, uh, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green-led uh, Golden State Warriors um, is there any snowball chance in hell that any of these other teams make it to the finals? If if uh, Kawhi didn't get hurt, they'd be up. One, it'll it'll be one one by now, I would say, and they'd be heading into San Antonio. And I I think I think that series would have gone seven games, and then they had home court in Golden State, so most likely Golden State would have won. But they 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 have no answer they me being the the golden state warriors have zero answer for the spurs when Kawhi is playing they can't do anything with that dude and not to mention tony parker's out as well so they're missing two starters they're missing you know their best player who to me is the second best player in the world um so it sucks man it's it's awful if if san antonio would have held on to that 25 point lead in game one without Kawhi being there then they lose the second game then Kawhi comes back but who knows? Um, that's the only series that I could say who knows. I think the Cavs are going to beat the Celtics in five. I think the Celtics are too small. I think they rely on one dude to score. I think Al Horford has been good in spurts, but he's not good enough to yeah. um, do anything. Because Tristan Thompson is a beast as far as hustle and grit. He's a gritty ass. You know, he comes from not as good as Rodman, but he's that type of guy. He he plays hard. Yeah. He's he's not dirty. He rebounds. He doesn't need to score. But if you look at his rebounds and offensive rebounds, especially who have like 10 to 15 rebounds, like damn, this dude really, he's a workhorse. So it's going to be tough 
for Al Horford to to keep up and to really do damage. Unless Kelly Olynyk, who most likely won't, has has another crazy game like he did in Game 7 against the Wizards, then yeah. maybe they could eke out two games. But that, Cav- that Cavaliers series... As much as I can't stand the Cavs, as much as I can't stand LeBron, is is an open and shut case. The only maybe is is uh, Golden State, but even if you know they were healthy, I would say Golden State in seven. Um, yeah, it just sucks, man. I'm I'm already looking forward to the draft. Like I don't want to, I don't care because either With way, Boston having the number one pick. Thank you, bro. To make Brooklyn, you know, we got a friend, a mutual friend, Jamie Jaimito, who's a Boston Celtics fan. Because of KG, you know, he, he, he loved KG, he had, so he adapted the team. He's been a Boston fan since then, and he still is a Boston, you know, well, when they suck. What, was, wasn't he a Bird fan? Or, or he was a huge uh, Charles, Charles Barkley fan. That was his Barkley favorite fan. player. That's right. And then KG yeah. was his guy, so he's still with the Celtics, which is cool. That's fine. He was a fan of a player, not a team. Whatever. Sucker stuff, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, we've been going back and forth, especially in the trade deadline. Like, yo, y'all got to trade that pick. You got to trade. Get get somebody. Jimmy Butler, Paul George, DeMarcus Cousins, somebody. You guys got to get that. P- trade somebody. Get a star for that pick because it's most likely you're going to get the first pick. What do they do? They sit on the pick. They get the first pick. That's wonderful. But the top two picks are point guards. You don't need another point guard. You don't need another guard. Why would you have not flipped that pick into a guy like Paul George, a guy like Jimmy Butler, a Carmelo Anthony maybe, who who was really getting for cheap? You don't even have to give up the number one pick. You could have packaged, you know, a later number one, a later first round pick and just done something with all those draft picks that you've been collecting for years. Now you just sat on them. You're the number one seed for what? Because nothing you yeah, did exactly. is going to do anything against LeBron. Nobody can help and score and with us. People are talking about people are talking about Gordon Hayward too. Well, they they're trying to sign him on the off season, but it's not the off season. Like we need you needed somebody now. You you should have gotten yeah. a big man. They were shopping Andre Drummond, who could have helped. Obviously, yeah. they were shopping Cousins, uh, Carmelo Anthony for the right you know for the right deal. They would have given him up. Paul George was in trade rumors. Uh, uh, freaking Jimmy Butler. Like there were so many names that you could have gotten. One of those dudes would have absolutely helped you. I don't think you would have won regardless, but it would have helped yeah. you push it to a game six or a game seven. And now I think it's too much. It's too little too late. I mean, good luck. They got the first pick. I'm sure they'll trade it. I don't see them keeping it because, like I said, the first two picks, albeit they're going to be great franchise-changing picks, are, are point guards, and they don't need a point guard. They already got a top five they, point guard. They, they, yeah, they already got it. Isaiah Thomas, yeah. They, they got 30 got guards on that team. They got Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, Rozier. They got mad guards on that team. You you don't need another guard. If it was if it was a year when a guy like Dwight Howard come, came out or, you know, who was a bust, but Greg Oden was supposed to be the, a, a center, a, a big power oh. forward, you know, somebody like a wing player like Kevin Durant, was, you know, the first pick, that's the guy. But you don't need a point guard. So it's no. stupid. no. You had the you had the opportunity, bro. They have mad draft picks, mad yeah. first like ridiculous amount of picks. You could have gotten a, a, a star player for that first pick and a, a mid level guy who could give you fifteen to twenty points for those for the rest of those picks easily. And you would have been loaded. You would have given up nothing but draft picks and Terry Rozier, who's a bum, who's a regular <laughs> rotation player. And you could have competed, possibly won against the Cavs. I think this is the worst Cavs team that LeBron has been on, you know, obviously with being with Kyrie, not way back in the day. But since he's come back, I think this is the most suspect team that he's been on. 
They can't defend yeah. anybody. No, no. And it sucks. <laughs> Which is, a, which is a bad thing if you're going to go against that freaking Golden State Warrior oh, team good luck. in the finals. And it sucks because whoever wins, I, I don't want LeBron to win because I don't want to hear this Jordan crap anymore. It's every day. It's, mm-hmm. it's already start. Oh, LeBron is the great. People are li- literally saying grown-ass men who are sports reporters saying that LeBron James is already the greatest player of all time. No. You got, you know, so, and then if, if the Warriors win, it, it's not even going to count. Like, who cares? You got four All-Stars on your team. You got yeah. three top 10 players, four top 15 to 20 players, and two of your players on your team are in the top five. Like, what are you yeah, talking about? How, how can you even, bro, they be celebrating and, ah, like, my, bro, like, you, you, <laughs> you, you're the <laughs> Monstars. Like, what are you screaming for? You're supposed to be doing this. Like what are you? Yeah. It's like I want to slap. There's such it's such bitch shit that like these guys. It's so whack, bro. Like I, I don't understand it. I, I don't get how you can celebrate that much. Teams, for all intents and purposes, are going into these finals undefeated. It's crazy, bro. Crazy. The, the finals is pretty much going to be the only series that's going to be a series. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, unless you count the Wizards Boston series, but that's we're talking about the top two. Right. You know, the the Cavs are undefeated right now, and the Warriors are undefeated right now. So it's like it is unbelievable. You know, it's almost like nobody wants LeBron to win because he's always the heel in in these situations. Right. But at the same time, Kevin Durant is an, is an even bigger heel because of what he did last right. off season. So it's like we knew this was going to happen. Now that it's about to happen, it's like, who the hell do we go for? Or do we just not watch? But that's not going to happen either. So it's like, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, just for the mere fact of KD being on that team, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want LeBron to whip his ass for the second time in the finals. Right. Because Lord no ate to him when KD was with Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah. There's just no competition in the league right now, which is the only sucky thing about it. You know what I mean? It sucks, so. man. It sucks, man. It, it, it doesn't. Basketball is not my my. I'm a Laker fan. I've been a Laker fan before Kobe was even there. Um, obviously, Kobe is my favorite basketball player of all time. Um, my the only thing I'm looking forward to is to see what my guys. You know, my guys. We got you know three three years in a row. We have the second pick. I think we have a young, a great young roster. Let these guys grow. Let's see what happens. That's I don't even care about the finals or any of that shit. It doesn't matter to me. And you know yeah. me, I'm a freaking. I mean, you could you could name a player, and I could tell you what college the dude went to. That's how crazy you know my basketball mind is. How much I love basketball, but it's so yeah. boring now. Like it sucks. It's no it, yeah. the, the whole playoffs for me was a wash. It, it, it came and went. It, it's it's yeah. garbage, man. And the one competition that the Warriors had. The freaking best player gets hurt in the, in the first game, so it's 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 a for, for me, it's been a down time for basketball. We'll see what and happens. Lamar, and, and Lamarcus Aldridge, who's the freaking heir to Tim Duncan, has been a bust. Has been a bust for them. So you know, it's it's crazy. I mean, listen, this whole LeBron Jordan shit, man. Like, there's no way to me. If we're talking skill. He's absolutely top three most skilled players of all time. I give him that. Yeah. But is he one of the great? If he is he number two greatest player or number one? Absolutely not. He's not be, He's not greater. And we're talking about greatness here, not just skill. He's not greater than LeBron, uh, 
Jordan. He's not greater than Kobe. He's not greater than Tim Duncan to me. He's not greater than Magic Johnson to me. So where does he fall? He's number five as far as I'm concerned. He is the fifth best player in the history of the NBA. He has not he has not had a bigger impact than Tim Duncan to me. He's not greater than Tim Duncan to me. He's not greater than like he's just a bitch. I hate him. So it's just like ah, oh, just. And I might, I might even give him the nod over Tim Duncan just because he's way more skilled than Tim Duncan. So fine, he's sure. number four over Tim Duncan. Yeah. But we're not. When it comes to Magic and and Kobe and Michael, it's not happening. He's not better than any of those dudes. Listen, man, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar still holds the points record. And on top of that, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has six rings, just like Jordan. Right. And what are we talking about here? Like, how can we talk Nobody. LeBron? Come on, son. Like, I get it. He's. He's absolutely one of the most skilled players of all time, but he's a bitch. He complains. And listen, and on top of that, people always fail to mention and fail to realize Jordan did all that shit in less time on exactly. the court than exactly. LeBron. If Jordan would have played as long as LeBron has high nonstop, exactly. he would have, his numbers would have been astronomical. Exactly. And imagine he probably would have had eight titles. Bro, point. if he don't go to baseball, they win eight straight championships. <laughs> eight. What are we talking about? Like and even wh- at age 40, playing with the Wizards, he averaged 19. He was an all-star, and he dropped 50 one game. Like, what are, <laughs> we, what are we talking about? You compare – bro, like, there's no one comparable to Michael Jordan. Nobody. He yeah. came out of college as a junior. Imagine if he came out of college as – as a high schooler, of course he would have had just as good, you know, and, and he still has better numbers than LeBron. So what are we talking about? It's it's so yeah. stupid. The era. I mean, then we got to get into stuff like hand checking and who played. You know, people talk about oh, LeBron has played better competition. Are you crazy? No way. Are you Stop it. Ta- are, are you crazy? Stop. What are we talking about? The the amount of flopping that LeBron does. He would not have done nothing against the Detroit Pistons, the bad boy Pistons. No. He would not have no. done nothing against the New York Knicks. Are you Patrick Ewing's Knicks? Are you crazy? Like, what yeah, are we talking we're, about? With Oakley and Anthony Mason and all these other freaking. What are we talking about? Movies. Like, it's not even. It's it's so stupid to me. This LeBron argument. LeBron had to team up with two top 10 players the first time, because Chris Bosh was the top 10 dude that first time they went to Miami, and he got smoked yep. in six games. He, and then they won two in a row, whatever. And, the, and, and mind you... They lost to a old Dallas Mavericks team. Right, a washed-up, quote-unquote, Dallas a, with a bunch of vets on that team. And, yep. and if it's not for Ray Allen's miracle-ass shot, they never would have won the chip. Come on, exactly. son. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Then he goes back to, 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 to Cleveland and says, yo, if y'all don't give me Kevin Love, if you don't trade Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love, I'm not going to go back to Cleveland. What are, like, how, is he, how are these not discrepancies? Kevin Love is elite. At the time, especially when they made that trade for him, he was another top 10 player. When he was in Minnesota, he was averaging like 22 and 13. I mean, something stupid like that. What are we yep. talking about? Oh, LeBron. Like, come on, bro. Like, I'm tired of this LeBron argument. Michael Jordan never left Chicago. I don't care who came to join him. He never left Chicago. Oh, then he played with Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, legend. Top five of his position, arguably. But look at the rest of that team. Garbage. That bench is trash. LeBron James bitching 
all year about, oh, we don't have enough help. You got a top five point guard, a top 10 to 15 power forward. You got Now you got to go get Deron Williams, who was averaging 15 in Dallas. You got Bogut, and then his bum ass gets hurt the first game. So thank God for that. What are we talking <laughs> about? J.R. Smith, Iman Shumpert, Tristan Thompson. Come on, bro. Like, imagine yeah. if Jordan would have played with two top 10 players in his era. If he would have played with Shaq and Magic. Forget it. Forget it. Jordan with Shaq and Magic. Jordan with Hakeem. Jordan and Hakeem would have won 10 in a row, bro. Yeah. Like, that, people don't understand I mean, that. I mean, who was, who was Jordan Center? Luke Longley? Bill Winnington? Uh, 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 Bill Cartwright? Co- I mean, come on, man. What are we talking about? You had, you had Scott Burrell on the bench? What, I mean, forget, and, about and who was jo- to- forget about who was Jordan's uh, uh, center. Who was Jordan's point guard? Armstrong? <laughs> like, what, what are we talking about? Freaking Ron Harper, who was a shooting guard slash small forward, who they moved to the point guard, who was a big-ass, slow-ass point guard at the time. Steve Kerr, who can't handle the ball, who could do nothing but shoot. What do we? Who, who did Jordan have distributing the ball for him? Nobody. It was Nobody. Jordan and Pippen and genius, the genius of Phil Jackson coaching that triangle. What are we talking about? People are crazy, bro. Crazy. Crazy. And, and Tony Kukoc came later. Way later. In the second, you know, the second wave of them winning three in a row. How you yeah. come on, bro? Like it's people are crazy, bro. Like it's not even it's it's silly to me, bro. Like it doesn't And I make guarantee sense. you if LeBron had the flu, he wouldn't even be there. Exactly. The Let alone win a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that whole that whole LeBron Jordan thing has to has to end, man. Bro, it's only going to get worse if he wins this year. I will take the Warriors winning that BS because it's a bullshit championship. Nobody's going to respect that. They're going to get ridiculed. I'll accept that. I cannot have LeBron win another chip, bro. I can't. All I I know is if LeBron kills KD again with KD with this team. Oh, KD's a bum. A a team that won 73 games without him. He's a bum. If KD don't win a chip. That's on him. He's a bitch. That's on him. He's I just a scorer. Steph. He's just I a scorer. Blame Clay. Yeah. He's just a scorer. He's he, he's just straight up. That's all he could do is score the basketball. He should have stood with Russell and made things interesting. Russell had the best year of his career. Imagine this Russell. I'm not saying Russell would have averaged a triple double, but I've, Russell definitely elevated his game this year from last year. If, imagine those, no, Come on. He had bro. no choice. Come on, bro. Like, what are we talking about? It was the most bitch move in the history of sports, period. Period. The, the only thing that will be equivalent to this, if this guy ends up losing and leaves again, can you imagine him going to the Rockets with back with James Harden? KD? Yeah. He, bro, he can't go anywhere. He, like, if you leave, you look like an even bigger sucker. Imagine he goes yeah. back to OKC. What are we talking about here? I've never seen that before. A guy who got smoked. That's like if 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 the if when the Lakers beat the the Kings and then the offseason Chris Webber signs with the Lakers to be their power forward. Yeah. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> wild, man. I the, the league is such like I love basketball, man. I love the NBA. But it's such a sucker league now, bro. Everybody's a yeah, friend. It's, 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 it's not the same game. Hell it's, no, man. It and, sucks. And the reason is because of the money these clowns are making. That's it, what it sucks. Is. Nobody wants to compete no more. Everybody's chasing a chip. When we grew up, man, teams, every team had at least one guy. 
every team had at least one guy that was like a star or borderline all-star, and it was competitive, man. Now it's yeah. so whack, bro. It's so whack. We yeah, already knew last year the, who was going to be there. The freaking Eastern Conference, even in the early 2000s, the West was a powerhouse. But right. In the East, you had Tracy McGrady with Orlando. Vince, Vince with the Raptors. With Toronto. AI with you the... Had, you had Jason Kidd in Jersey. You had AI with the Sixes. You had, the Pistons were nasty. The, the Pacers were nasty. You had at yeah. least five, six teams that were really good. Then you had the Milwaukee Bucks when they had Ray Allen. And, and, and yeah. you know, that team, they were loaded. Then they traded the freaking, for... The freaking Celtics had Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker. Come on, bro. Like, the league was one through eight. Every You never knew. You never knew what was going to happen. It's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. It, it sucks. It, it it really sucks to to this this era of basketball. It is the worst era of basketball for me. Period. I've been watching basketball and, my whole life, and it sucks. And not for nothing. Even the video games. Look at two K. Every cover is an old dude. Yeah, Shaq, Kobe. You don't, see, you don't you don't see them putting the young stars of now on the covers. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shaq. One year. What was it? You had Jordan on one, Jordan on like five of them. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, Kobe on on the one from last year. But, you know, come on, man! Like the even the games don't see the new NBA as the shit it's to even so promote wild. it like that. It's so They're wild. literally putting like if WWE put the DLC character on the cover. <laughs> Pretty much. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Oh, but. You know, you being a Laker fan, you should be excited with the possibility of getting the second greatest player of all time, uh, Lonzo Ball, on your team, right? Ah, <sighs> you wanna, you wanna go, you wanna get into to Lonzo here? <laughs> oh man, you know what, man? Listen, <laughs> if his father was out the picture, I'd be ecstatic. Is because Lonzo is the real deal. They say you should be excited about this. They say he's the second coming of Jason Kidd. And wow. and it is, there's a lot of similarities between the two. Um, Lonzo's more athletic. Obviously, Jason Kidd is the, the second to me the second greatest point guard of all time. Um, yeah. that's just my opinion. I think he's the second greatest point guard of all time. I've never seen somebody. Well, it's, I mean, I mean, it's hard to to get magic out of that number one. Yeah, spot. yeah, yeah. That's but I've never seen somebody do more with less in my in my life. You know, he yeah. took that Nets team. From nowhere, I mean, uh, literally, they traded, they made one swap, Stephon Marbury yep. for Jason Kidd. And at the time, Stephon Marbury was an all-star, granted, a 20-point average player, a great, I love Steph. But literally, they, they just swapped swapped positions, and they went to the finals two years in a row. He went to the finals with Key Van Horn, a rookie, a rookie uh, uh, Richard Jefferson, Kerry Kittles, Lucius Harris, Todd McCullough. Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin, who was like, you know, nobody knew him. He turned Kenyon Martin to an all-star. So, you yeah. know, come on, bro. Like, and, and, and Todd McCullough. Todd, T-Mac. Hey, T-Mac. 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 Todd McCullough. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, people forget about Jason. That's the problem. People forget. They don't know. They don't, they just, they don't, they don't pay attention. Yeah. Um, and that's that, they, if, if it wasn't for that crazy Detroit Pistons team with, with, with uh, Rasheed Wallace and, and Richard Je- uh, Richard Hamilton and Chauncey Tyson Billups, Prince. The, the, the Nets would have made it to a third straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that team was that tough. That team. That team was tough. But um, back to Lonzo. Um, yeah. I like, personally, I like Markel Fultz as a player better, but... 
as far as being a pure point guard and a guy who can make people better, Lonzo Ball is the guy. Like, he literally is, like, the closest thing to Jason Kidd that we've seen out of a point guard in years. He, he's a pass-first yeah. guy. He makes players better. He can shoot. His jump shot is ugly as hell. Sean Marion ugly. <laughs> but he's he's nasty. My only issue is is his pops. Like, his pops is annoying. His his dad is writing a million checks that his, that his son – Hopefully can listen if if Lonzo Ball could be what his dad is saying, then we got the greatest player of all time. <laughs> like yeah. that's how ridiculous yeah, his dad he, is. He could be he could beat Steph one. Yeah, that's how ridiculous he his pops is. Guy, he can beat that guy. But for for a guy who what uh, the dad I'm talking about uh-huh. for Lavar Ball who averaged what three points, Two points a game in, in college? college. Right, right, right. For him to be talking the way he's talking and. and Oh, I could be Charles Barkley one on one. It's crazy. I could be jo- I could be Jordan. He's talking all this craziness. It's I'm crazy. like, dude, you're a master promoter. I don't know where you got your your degree from, but he he sh- he's in the wrong business. He should be in the promoting business. The only problem is, like you said, he is hyping his son up so mm-hmm. much. If his son is a flop, and it can easily happen, easily happen. You've seen dudes in college that were dominant mm-hmm. they get to the nba and they're shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean you know so especially it's at that guard it's position not, yeah it's not outside of the realm of possibility that that lonzo ball could be a complete flop you know what i mean and if that's the case you can you know you can charge people 500 dollars for your sneakers all you want nobody's gonna buy them nope you know i'd be sad if people bought them anyway but <laughs> Yo. if you got the money to swing then, dude it's crazy I'll bro <laughs> He's crazy, man. I'm not a dad. You're a dad. Let me ask you something. You know what? I, I can't. There's a method to LeVar's madness because Lonzo Ball, first of all, LeVar has been on TV. He's on TV every day, almost. He's he's trending everywhere. Lonzo Ball, that name, his son's name, he's not even the best player coming out, but he's the most sought-after player coming out. And I can't even say he's not the best player coming out, but it's just two different styles. Markel Fultz is Markel Fultz is more of a Allen Iverson, and not that AI was a point guard, but as a guard is concerned, he's an Allen Iverson, and, J- and, and, and Lonzo is a Jason Kidd. So who will you take? You know, it depends on what you need. Um, yeah. But he's got his son, his sneakers, that apparently they've sold – a lot of them joints, supposedly. Who knows? I don't know the numbers on that. Um, so he, they're, they're, they're trending. They're popular. There's a lot of popularity. There's going to be – I'm sure his jersey is going to sell once it hits the, the – there's people who like who like it. It's, it's popular, whatever. Yeah. And uh, as far as his other – he has two other sons. His son, the middle child, is going to, going to college. He's a highly ranked – High school yeah, player. I heard, I heard that kid could be even better than Lonzo. Right. And then you got the little one who could be even the best of the three. So yeah. my thing is this obviously something this guy doing is doing correctly. To have three boys and all three of them are elite basketball players. I mean, his youngest son is a, is a sophomore or junior or going into his junior season. And he's already like the, the head of his class. So yeah. you know, I hear, and he's already committed to go to UCLA as a ju- as a sophomore coming out of you know coming into his junior year. So he's obvi- yeah. I, I I can't knock him as a father. He's no. crazy, but I can't knock but, him. But you, if, if not for nothing, like you said, you know, 
if my question is this. Our, you might answer it, but my question is this. Going to back for us like that? Right. My question then, is this. You're a dad. Jack is three? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say Jack is LeBron James good in high school, at football, basketball, whatever. Are you going to be the – what as a – like – It'll be me. I'm a talking shit type of dude, man. Like it'll be real hard for me to not be like, "Yo, do you know who my son is?" Yes, he. Like as a dad, I could imagine. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> like it's crazy. I, I, I think. I think for me, if if I was in that position, I would hype up my kid, but at the same time, I would make sure when the cameras are off, keep that kid grounded. You know what I mean? Like keep him focused. Be like, look. You know, I, I'm I'm speaking this way about you for a reason because you busted your ass. Like, keep the kid his mental state, keep him positive, keep him focused on the goal here. And at the same time, I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm the star, though. That's my problem. Te- technically, Lonzo is the star in the making. Absolutely. I think the problem with Lavar is he's living vicariously through his kid because LeVar didn't get that far. Right, and it's super obvious. Yeah, it's painfully obvious right. that he's living through his yeah, he's living living through the success of his kid. Right. The the only issue with that is he's being a good father in terms of promoting his son and hyping his son up. At the same time, he doesn't want to cripple his kid either. Mm-hmm. Because God forbid, like I said, God forbid that kid flops on the big stage. Right. What can you do at that point? Right. You know I mean? The, the, the issue is when you start talking about what other people can't do and how he's going to be this and I could beat Michael and you start talking about all these, like, come on, dude, let's be realistic. Lonzo ain't going to do nothing to nobody right now. You know, he's got time. That's the, you can have, listen. He was talking about busting Steph Curry's ass. Let that first game against Golden State come around and Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You crazy? Take, and Steph goes nuts on him and he's going to be on the next, you know, highlight videos on ESPN. They're going to rip him. They're going to rip him. He put too much of a target on his son's back, man. If he would have just been like, listen, I believe that my son is this, but he's coming in with his chest all blown out, Vince McMahon strutting and and very very Conor McGregor-esque. The only difference between Conor McGregor and LeVar Ball is that Conor McGregor actually cashes out on these checks. He has to do it himself. It's not LeVar Ball going on the court. It's your son who's super quiet, seems to be super humble, doesn't really say much. And is you talking? Yeah. You think that these older vets are not gonna want to lock this dude up, and there's not gonna be an extra uh, shove yeah. when this kid is going down the lane? Now you got targets. Every every everybody's gonna put a target on his back. It's, it sucks, man. That's that's my only issue with with this guy. I don't mind what he's doing. I just mind the approach. Yeah, it's Absolutely. too too much too much talking. It's like you're doing a lot. I've never in my whole life seen a father on Sports Center this much. You know, promoting a, a son who who hasn't done anything professionally yet. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I said, I mean, and, and like you said, also, he's being a good dad in terms of 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 putting, you know, saying all these good things about his son and all this other stuff. But at the same time, you don't want to be, you don't want to take the shine from your kid. Right. I mean, you're not the you're not the star here. You know, you had your chance. You and sure did. We're not good. You know what I mean, your son is, is is has a promising future. You don't want to be the one that is one of the main contributors for messing that up. Right. You know what I mean. Right. So I don't even know Michael Jordan's dad's name, man. And Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. So look exactly. at that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? And LeBron's LeBron James's son, who's apparently a killer already, and he's he what, 11, 12 years old. Yep. 
know, you don't hear LeBron talking all this stuff that, oh, when my kid is 18, he's mm-hmm. going to kill the league. Right. You don't hear that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, LeVar Ball needs to chill a little bit Definitely. and let his son let his son do the talking on the court. For sure. On the big stage, you know what I mean? So, It'll be interesting next year, though. That's going to be obviously one of the biggest storylines for the season coming up next year. For sure. So, uh, so yeah, about an hour and a half in, we're finally going to get into some wrestling. Um, <laughs> this is the most whatever. non-wrestling. Like I said in the beginning, this is a, this is a variety episode, right. so you get a little bit of everything. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to get into Raw or SmackDown really because the only thing that I'm really going to talk about in terms of Monday Night Raw is the fact that in three weeks at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, no, not Elimination Chamber, Extreme Rules pay-per-view, mm-hmm. um, the main event is going to be a fatal five-way to determine the number one contender to For take Brock. on Brock Lesnar okay. at the Great Balls of Fire oh, God. pay-per-view. What is that? Who <laughs> signed off on that, bro? Like, what are we talking What are we talking about? The Great know Balls what, of Fire. Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't know what that was about, bro. That was... <laughs> Yeah, it's so crazy, man. <laughs> what are we talking what, about? I don't know what the hell that was about, but um, but yeah, the 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 five contenders is uh, Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, uh, Finn Balor, and uh, Samoa Joe. Those are the okay. five. Um, obviously. Uh, no Braun Strowman. Sucks. He's uh, got a soldier, I think, shoulder surgery. Mm. And supposedly, he's going to be out for the next six months. That's terrible. Um, and uh, contrary news have new news has come out. Uh, I don't know if it's fake or not, but supposedly it's going ahead of schedule, and he should and he could possibly be back by SummerSlam time. So we'll see. Mm. Um, he's a big dude. He's in crazy shape. He'll probably rehab quick. Um, so we'll see how that goes. So for the great balls of fire pay-per-view, that's your main event, the fatal five way, whoever wins gets Brock. Um, yeah, well, that's at extreme rules. Sorry. Um, okay. So let's get into NXT take over Chicago, uh, which is going to be this Saturday night. Uh, they have a one, two, three, four, five match card. They just added today, Eric Young versus Roderick Strong. It's the first match. Um, that, I mean, that should be a decent match. Right. Uh, uh, I'll just say Roddy Strong. I'll just call that one. I mean, I don't really have any vested interest in the match, mm-hmm. but um, I'll say Roddy wins. I mean, um, you don't like Eric Young, so I'm pretty sure you'll probably make the same 100%. Pick. <laughs> Not a fan of, uh, of Eric Young. Even though I don't know. I have no idea what he's doing now, so who knows, but no. Yeah, he's still going going strong with that sanity uh, mm. that he has there. Um, the next match is for the United Kingdom Championship. Um, is this the is this basically the European title? Is that what we right? I guess you could say you could say that pretty much. Um, the young sensation, nineteen year old Tyler Bate, the champion, defending against Pete Dunne. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with any of these dudes. Mm-hmm. I know you've probably seen Pete Dunn on PWG, like those previews. Probably. He calls himself, he calls himself the Bruiserweight 
Okay. Uh, yeah, and the dude is, if you look at any of Pete Dunne's matches, the dude is nasty. And yeah. so is Tyler Bate. Uh, Tyler Bate, being 19 years old, is, is really good. Um, it's funny because they're actually a gang outside of WWE, but in WWE they're rivals or whatever. Um, okay. But, uh, I mean, just for the hell of it, I'm going to go with Pete Dunne, um, you know, to get that belt, let a, let a heel hold that title. Whatever. You don't really know these dudes, so you don't really have to make a pick. No, no. Um, so in a ladder match for the NXT Tag Team Championship, the authors of pain defend against Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Okay, I like the, I, those are the big dudes, right? With uh, Paul Ellering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, didn't they just get the belts recently? Yeah, they just got it. Yeah. yeah so I don't. Gonna... I don't see them losing it. No, um, no, no. Now a little cliffhanger for this though. Apparently, I saw on Facebook earlier tonight, like before we got on. Uh, apparently, at the NXT house show tonight, Tommaso Ciampa got injured. Oh. Uh, apparently, while doing like a dive uh, somewhere out the ring, I think he hurt his leg, and he ha- he literally had to leave the arena during the match. And the referee, the referees held up the X. You know when they do that, shit is fucked up. Um, so yeah, hopefully, you know, Gargano's not. I mean, Chiampa's not that hurt that he has to miss Saturday night. But uh, you know, that's the case. Who the hell are they going to bring out to take on the Authors of Pain? Um, maybe there's been rumors going around of a new team coming into NXT. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But if the match does take place, I say the 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 authors of pain keep the belt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the yeah, NXT Women's title in a triple threat match, we have Oscar, the seemingly unstoppable Oscar, who has passed Bill Goldberg's WCW streak of 174 and 0. Wow is defending the belt in a triple threat match against Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot. Now, the reason it's a triple threat is because Ember Moon got injured. She needs surgery, so she couldn't make it a fatal four-way. So now it's these three. Yeah. Oscar. Uh, I mean, you know. Yeah. Makes yeah. No sense I mean, to... yeah. Uh, unless they do something weird and give it to one of these other chicks as like a shock. Right. I don't see that happening. Um, main event, Bobby Roode, the glorious one, defending the NXT title against Hideo Itami. How has he been since he's been back? He's been fine. Yeah, he's, he's been fine. hasn't lost a step? No, no. That's he's, good. he's been the same old Hideo Itami, yeah. How is his English? It's, it's okay. It's not as bad as Nakamura's. Right, 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 right. As good as he can get, I guess. <laughs> so, what do you think about that one? I would, uh, I would love to see them bring up Bobby, you know. But um, there's nothing major coming up, right? Anytime soon for them to make a big splash like that. So, I think he wins. No, not really. I Unless they want to the bring ball. Bobby to the Great Balls of Fire, oh, baby. If they if they're trying to make that like a big deal, then I can see that, but. I don't see this dude losing the belt. He's only had it for, what, a few months, maybe? A couple months, yeah. yeah. I love Bobby, man. He's, yeah, he's I, yeah I, I agree. I don't see Hideo Itami. Uh, and the crazy thing is, with, with a lot of these guys who have come up, like the Aleister Black dude mm-hmm. who WWE is seriously high on, uh, and, and apparently he's a, he's a known Satanist, which <laughs> you can tell by his, uh, 
his tattoos so and, and his entrance, he's a, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't gonna discriminate. As long as you're a great wrestler, I don't give a shit what you do outside of <laughs> right, the right, 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 right. <laughs> you could be getting gangbanged like Paige. Had a match on the main roster. Okay. He had a match against freaking Kurt Hawkins on main event. Like, they're wow. already putting him, you know, which is crazy. He just got is he there. good? But can no, he go? Like, he, oh, he, he's good. Yeah. He, he's, he, oh, yeah. Alistair Black just came around. Chris Hero, no match. No match for this other dude. Is he still fat? Like, yeah, he's still fat. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't tried to lose the... I don't think so. No. <laughs> he's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. But that's that's your NXT card now. Here's here's a uh, an interesting thing. Side note: Ring of Honor had their uh, uh, War of the Worlds pay per view last week. Okay. Uh, Adam Cole had his last match in Ring of Honor that night. Um, it was against Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanahashi got the win. And after the match, Adam Cole was in the ring. The crowd was, the crowd knows, you know, the crowd always knows. So they're giving him a standing ovation. The Young Bucks come in the ring. Now, if you know the history of the Bullet Club, when a big uh, leader or main star is about mm-hmm. to leave, mm-hmm. they usually get an exit party. Right. In the form of super kicks. So right. uh, at this point, you could probably see what's about to happen here. Mm-hmm. So. Young Bucks come in, they give a smile to Adam Cole, and then they hug him, which was a shock. So they give him a hug. All of a sudden, Kenny Omega comes up on the screen and at the paper. And he goes, oh, Adam, you know, your run with the Bullet Club has been great and all that stuff. But in stories like this, there's usually a hero and then there's a villain. And then the crowd goes nuts because they kind of get the point of what's happening there. All of a sudden, the villain Marty Squirrel comes out on the screen next to Kenny Omega. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out. They come back on. Marty Squirrel's in the ring. Opens his umbrella to show the sign of the Bullet Club. So he's the new leader or is Kenny Omega the guy? He's a new addition. Okay. Yeah. So the Bullet Club sign shows on the umbrella. The crowd is going nuts. Then all of a sudden, the Young Bucks double super kick Adam Cole in the face. And then they beat him down. Adam Cole gets up. Marty hits him right on the head with that umbrella. And then pretty much Kenny Omega goes, oh, yeah, Adam, you're fired. <laughs> and then then they walk off and pretty much Kenny Omega takes, I mean, uh, Adam Cole takes his walk. And that was it. That was his last match in Ring of Honor. A lot of people are saying maybe Adam Cole will make his debut Tomasu. at uh, NXT uh, take over this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, NXT, obviously NXT needs stars. Yeah, so yeah, 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 They could use an Adam Cole right now. So is, is, is the whole hype or the whole, yeah, the whole hype about Kenny Omega possibly coming to the WWE, is that dead as of now? Uh, I mean, he signed, he signed an extension with New Japan around mm-hmm. WrestleMania time. He signed for like another year. Okay. So, He's technically this year. We're not going to see Kenny Omega in WWE. Right. Uh, maybe next year, the whole rumors could start up all over again around Rumble time, and then you know we'll see what happens. But Cole for sure is the WWE. He's with the the company, right? Not technically. I oh, mean, so New Japan has been trying to sign him, but I mean, for someone like Adam Cole, I mean, 
you, you got to make the jump. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll w- be. The, Triple H has been wanting Adam Cole. So, I mean, if Triple H wants you, I mean, come on. Right. There's no, it'll be stupid for this guy. I mean, he's, he, bro, he's 27. Like. Yeah, he's young. He's a young on, dude. You know, what are we talking about? Yeah. And you know what? Looking at this NXT card, I'm surprised Drew McIntyre doesn't have a match. He's back for sure, right? Like he's yeah, yeah, he's in. It's weird. Is is I don't know. And he's I mean, been killing. He's been killing it too. Yeah, he looks good. Like people are behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he that. looks good. No three man band shit. Nobody's making fun oh. of him for nothing. No, that's not awesome, at all. Man. That's great. He was so, really I mean, good once he left WWE. I mean, the guy came in with all this hype from Vince himself. Yeah. He was the champ. One. You know, he was yeah. the IC champ, I think. <clears throat> and uh, and then they put him in a band. It was crazy. Yeah. With would, another guy who's main eventing the freaking pay-per-view. I was just about to say, I would love to see, you know, in the in the near future, a Jinder Mahal, a, a, a freaking... Uh, what's Drew McIntyre feud? That'll be dope. Like, the only thing yeah. is that it's too much three man band shit that they're gonna say. But still, it'll be yeah. it'll be cool. It'll be ironic. It'll get it'll get brought up for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, that's the NXT card. I mean, I think the NXT. I mean, the card is fine, but I just feel like lately the NXT takeover cards have been little by little getting a little weaker. Right. You know what I mean? They need to bring in some more talent. Either that or the talent they do bring in, they need to put them on these cards mm-hmm. because why isn't Aleister Black on this card? Why is Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre not on this card? Why is Chris Hero not on this card? You know I mean? You know, where are all these guys at? That's <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? They're scrambling for matches. They literally just put Roderick Strong and Eric Young, they literally just put that together. It was like, you know, they put all your stars in there. You know what I mean? Now... Off to Sunday night, which is the uh, Backlash pay per view. Smackdown. Smackdown branded pay per view. Right, right, right. The kickoff show. We have Ty Dillinger, the perfect 10, going up against Aiden English. I heard they got rid of um, Aiden's partner, right? Yeah. What yeah. was the deal with him? He was just yeah, a dickhead in the back. He was a pain, he, he was a pain in the ass. Really? Yeah, Jesus. yeah. So Simon stupid. Gotch. Yeah, he was a he was, he was a pain in the ass in the lock. He was getting into fights and all that stuff, and people just got sick of his ass. He was a moron, though. Yeah, but I, I honestly, before the Vaude villains got put together, I was a fan of Aiden English. Like I, he was doing his little singing gimmick and all that stuff, and it was getting over. And he's yeah, a decent he was worker. Good. You know what I mean? So, you know, he's on his own now. He's doing that gimmick again. So we'll see how far it goes. You know, um, and and here's the funny thing that people seem to forget to realize. Aiden English is married to Eddie Guerrero's daughter, okay? He is the last wrestling, technically, Guerrero. Technically. He's in the family. I mean, Chavito is still wrestling, you know, I guess, Lucha on the ground or whatever. But in the main stage, this dude, who is married to the daughter of Eddie Guerrero, is, you know, he's a single star. I mean, he's not a superstar, but he's a single star in WWE. He's the last remaining family member, pretty much, that's on the main stage. Which is, you know, crazy. But 
you know, let's see if they do anything with him. Can I'm, Eddie's I think daughter that wrestle? Does she wrestle or she no? Used, she used to. Okay. She used to wrestle in the early days of NXT and Florida Championship and stuff. But yeah. uh, at a young age, she stopped wrestling. And the funny thing is, Eddie Guerrero's daughter was an original member of the original Ascension. Which is funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, uh, I guess I'll, I'll go with Ty Dillinger. They're trying to boost him up. So, mm-hmm. I'll pick Ty in that one. Now, the first match of the main card. Eric Rowan versus Luke Harper. Who you got? Luke Harper. I mean, I'm giving my pick so I don't know storyline. I don't know anything. I'm going Luke Harper all day. Yeah, for sure. It, it was insane. They actually had Rowan beat Harper on SmackDown two weeks ago. <laughs> How does Rowan look one-on-one, though? Like, is he awful? <laughs> I mean, he's always awkward looking, right. but, uh, but I mean, I, I mean, I don't see anything really wrong with him. You know what I mean? I mean, he has, he has the charisma of a dead cat, but besides that, you know, he's, you know, he's I mean, bald he's okay. Seamus, man. Yeah. He's bald Seamus. Absolutely. He's bald Seamus. Um, Why they're not like, a tag team? I don't know. I don't know. And eventually I see them re- reuniting because they're lost. You know, they were pushing Luke Harper before WrestleMania. They were pushing this dude hard. Really? You know what I mean? Like, he was going to be a big deal. And then it went right down the toilet and fast. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going to pick Luke Harper as well. He needs a big win. And I feel they need to team up and just kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because their tag team division is kind of lacking as well, as we will see in the tag team title match later on. Uh Second match on the card, we have Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. I guess uh, who are they pushing Corbin at all? I mean, I think they just they literally just put this feud together like maybe a week or two ago. Okay, and Corbin's been attacking him, and you know. I'm, oh, so eh. I'm gonna go with Sammy. Yeah, I'll go with Sammy as well. Um. A three, a three on three uh, women's match. We have Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, who was the last poor soul to get hacked, um, and uh, Naomi, the women's champion on SmackDown, going against the welcoming committee of Natalia, Tamina Snuka, and Carmella. The welcoming committee? Mm-hmm, yeah. They're a faction? Yeah. <laughs> they have a name? And I guess you can add James Ellsworth uh, to that, too. Why is he still on TV? He's so <laughs> ugly. <laughs> he has no I guess chin. they're doing a Beauty and the Beast thing with him and Carmella. Yeah. But, uh, and they've been pushing Carmella, too. Carmella actually got a win on Naomi this past week on SmackDown. Apparently, Triple H is, and Vince is very, is very high on Carmella, so... Mm-hmm. I'm assuming after this, Carmella and Naomi are probably going to have a feud. Here's something that I was thinking about. And I said it last week. I was thinking, why don't they turn Becky Lynch heel? I don't know why not. Because my thing was, the, this whole welcoming committee bullcrap happened during the superstar shakeup, because it's not a draft anymore, when they, brought Char- when they brought Charlotte over to SmackDown. Okay. All the girls who were already there, like Natty and Carmella and, and Tamina, who came out of nowhere, um, are are jealous 
that Charlotte came in and obviously she's Charlotte. So she's going to get all this, you know, treatment and title shots and all this other stuff. Right. So they, that's why they're calling themselves the welcoming committee because they're going to welcome Charlotte to SmackDown and, you know, whatever. So Naomi's, Naomi's been teaming with Charlotte and Natty told Becky Lynch, why don't you join up with us since you, you were here already? You know what I mean? Technically Charlotte is going to take your spot also. So, Becky Lynch fused, of course, because she's the baby face, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I see, I was thinking, you know, the way my brain swirls around, that probably at the end of this match, Becky Lynch turns heel and joins up with them, and, you know, she probably feuds with Charlotte or Naomi or whatever the case. Because I think Becky is just stuck. Yeah, I mean, she has the same little character that she's had since she's debuted. And there's really nothing, honestly, besides like her looks, there's really nothing to her for me. You know what I mean? Is and Sheamus she on, on SmackDown or is he on Raw? Ooh. Sheamus. She- oh, he's on Raw. Him and uh, Cesaro are feuding with the Hardys. Because mm. <laughs> you can put him, yeah. Eric Rowan, Becky Lynch, you got the redheads. Like, just make it a thing. The Irish... Whatever. <laughs> Eric Rowan doesn't have to speak. He doesn't have to be Irish. But nobody yeah, knows that. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, but whatever. Yeah, man. I mean, in terms of the match, I mean, uh, I'll go with Charlotte, Naomi, and Becky. But, I mean, at some point, I think they need some changes when it comes to Becky. Yeah, she's, she's she can wrestle. It's just she never had much character. Like, yeah. what is her cat? What is her thing? Charlotte Flair is the daughter of Ric Flair. That's it. She's like, a, you know, she's got that legendary pedigree. That's what she feeds off of. Naomi is this bright, you know, she's the black rest. That's her character. That's that's not to make yeah. it racial, but, you know, she's the, she's pop, you know, she pops, she dances, all that stuff. What the hell does Becky Lynch do? What is, what is her thing? She's a redhead. Like, that's it. Yeah, you, know? you could barely understand when she talks fast. Right, so she's got to have some character. <laughs> Even Tamina, who, you know, she's a tough, like, daughter of Jimmy, you know, straight face, manly type of woman. That's her character. Carmelo, she talks the Jersey accent and pop locks and does all that shit. But yeah. this girl has nothing, nothing. Uh, but she can and wrestle. Even, he, I mean, even Natty. Natty's a heart, for God's sake. Right. You know I mean? That's all you really got to say. She's the OG. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Whatever. Now, my question is, where does Lana fit, fit into all this? Because she's been getting, like, promoted and hyped, and she's supposed to be a wrestler. You know what I mean? She's um, with, she's on SmackDown? Her and, her and Rusev. Oh, yeah. word? I didn't know they, they, they brought, I would love to see more of Lana. There's no such thing as too much. Yeah, right? Too much so, Lana. Yeah. So, she's been... You know, training and wrestling on NXT house shows and stuff like that. She's supposedly and New Day's on SmackDown too. Wow. Yeah, it's just that Kofi Kingston is hurt, so he they you know they said he's going to be out for a while, so they haven't debuted yet. Yo, Xavier um, Woods got out of that page thing unscathed, bro. Nothing happened. Nothing. <laughs> nothing happened to him. Nothing. Amazing. Like, it, was, it wasn't even mentioned. He didn't have to put out an apology. Nothing. Nothing. They just, if anything, they made fun of it. That that Raw afterwards, mm-hmm. like, New Day, they were in the back. And uh, Woods has, like, this look on his face, like, ugh. 
and and Big E and Kofi are looking at him like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, is there something you want to tell us, um, Xavier? That's and they're funny. looking at him, and he's like, no. And they're like, come on. And then he comes out of nowhere and starts promoting the next pay-per-view. <laughs> that was funny. So, I mean, it was crazy because when that stuff came out, they were hosting WrestleMania, for God's sakes. It's wild. So, yeah. So, unscathed. He, nothing happened to him. Um, so, up next, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Titles as the Usos, who, to me, are trying to look like New Jack and Mustafa. Um <laughs> Defending the belt against a surging Breezango. Is that still a thing? Oh, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's so bad. Tyler Breeze has so much hype coming into the freaking yeah. main roster, man. I mean, they, they got a decent thing going right now. Do they? They're like they're, they dress up as cops. They're the fashion police. They give tickets oh, to people God. who look ugly. Like, it's, in, it's, 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 it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny. Super yeah. gay, but and you it's know funny. Tyler Breeze. He be like, he calls people uggo and stuff yeah, like. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's funny, you know. And they're baby faces, so that Fandango so, name so, is rough, though, man. Like, yeah, man. Why? That needed to end like before it started, <sighs> and just give him something else. But he couldn't be Johnny Curtis or like you know some like. He's yeah. got the look. He's a bigger guy. He's freaking six four. He's a big dude, man. He can wrestle. He's athletic. But that name and that character, he didn't yeah. stand a chance, man. Yeah. Nothing. Like, <laughs> they set him up for failure immediately with that name. A dancing guy? Like, what are, what are we talking about? The modern-day Disco Inferno. Yes. The only difference is Disco Inferno actually had titles. Oh, God, he's so terrible. Uh, he used to use the stunner, right? <laughs> yep, he used to call it the chart buster. <laughs> My man, Glenn Gilberti. Glenn Gilberti. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, who do you got in that match? I mean, uh, I would like to see Breezango. I don't, I'm not a fan of the Usos. I don't care for yeah, them I at would all. Go with I would go with Breezango also for, like, the, the upset. Yeah, you know? I'm not a fan uh, of those guys. The next match, the next three matches are actually pretty good. Right. Um, this next match might steal the show. It is Dolph Ziggler welcoming Shinsuke Nakamura to, uh, to SmackDown Live. His his paper his uh, main show debut. Yep, in terms of wrestling, yeah, right, he has not right. wrestled a match yet. That's how you're supposed to do it, man. You, you that's good. The crowd, I, I I hear, is like super receptive to this dude too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're singing his theme song. That every time he comes out, you know, it's just his English is not great. But right. the dude is a star, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude yeah. is a star. He's no. So how do you, how, I mean, obviously Nakamura. I believe obviously is going to win the match, right. but I think he's going to make Dolph Ziggler look very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the perfect guy to set him up with too, because Dolph can go, man. There's no. There's no doubt about it. Dolph Ziggler can wrestle his ass off. It's just he's. When they've given him the ball, he's done nothing with it. But um, yeah. for sure, for sure, Dolph used to be like that. That time we went, that year we went to uh, the the Raw after Mania, and he won the belt. Oh yeah, I don't know when what the he, hell happened. He beat Del Rio for the belt. Yeah, yeah, man, I don't know what happened. They got rid of the rid of the belt, you know, so quick. 
Um, the thing is, he, he ran into a string of bad luck because when he won that belt, he got hurt. Right? He wrestled. He wrestled Jack Swagger, and Swagger concussed his ass, so he had to drop it. So bad. And then he dropped it right back to Del Rio, and then after that, he just went on a freaking just just a string of bad luck. He went know. back to the mid card. He ended up staying on the mid card ever since. Mm-hmm. Which you know, uh, I think his time has passed though in terms of being a big you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. main eventer. He's gonna be like the gatekeeper for the rest of his career. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be an excellent match, but definitely Shinsuke Nakamura for sure. There's no way you're going to have him lose his first match. Um, no, no, hell no. Co-main co- event, United States Championship, the face of America, Kevin Owens, <laughs> up against the phenomenal AJ Styles. Oh, man. That might be match of the night too. Shit, that looks... Two on paper, those two back to back. Those are not. Those are some. Those are barn busters, as <laughs> Jr. was saying. <laughs> those are two good ass matches, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me to pick. I mean, Owens just won the belt back from Jericho, so it's like. And then you put AJ in there, and you never know with AJ. You know what I mean? Um, I think Kevin Owens is going to cheat somehow, and and. And get the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that for sure. I can't um, disagree with that. Then, probably one of the more intriguing main events I've seen in a while. And I don't know why it's so. I mean, I just for some reason, if you would have asked me this question probably seven months ago, I would have said this match doesn't make any sense, and and why would we even bother to pick? But, why is this even happening? Yeah. WWE champion Randy Orton, 13-time heavyweight champion Randy Orton, 13 times. defending against the Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. Oh, man. I've, like, done my research on this on this whole, because I was like, Jinder Mahal is, like, he's that dude? Like, what is going on? Like, he was, he, he went away for a bit, came back super jacked. Yeah, and uh I mean he's Canadian. I didn't even know he's Canadian. He's he's from Canada. Yeah. I think he was born in Canada or something yeah, like yeah. that. Calgary. Um I would I, I I I am sick of Randy Orton having the belt. I don't know why he won the belt at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's very stupid to me that they keep shoving these old guys, you know, down our throat. Um, I would love to see Jinder Mahal win the belt. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at it. I am sick of freaking Orton getting the belt and Cena getting the belt. And I I give it to somebody not new, but in this in this scenario, it's freaking brand new. I mean, it's freaking Jinder Mahal. He's a joke. He was a joke. You know, like, he's a three-man band guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's crazy. Yeah, now, now they're actually pushing him. They gave him a little gang. The, yeah, you know, the Bollywood boys are with him. It's dope, man. It, it, it's like Seth Rollins with J&J Security. That's that's pretty much what this right. is. Right. Um, and, you know, he looks impressive. He had a match with AJ Styles on SmackDown the other night. He beat, they had him beat AJ Styles. Um, so they're pushing this dude pretty, you know? Mm-hmm. And I said it last week. I was like, you want to shock the world, man? You want to shock the, the the WWE universe? Put that freaking belt on Jinder Mahal. Why not? Why not? 
You know, sure. like I said, I wouldn't have said this a year ago. I would have been like, get the hell out of here. You out of your no, mind? No, yeah, no. Stupid. But, you know, give the dude a chance. Screw it. You know, I mean, what, what I mean, what could it hurt anybody? We've had bums win the world title before. You know what I mean? Absolutely. At least give this, give this dude a chance. Let him have a little quick run with it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But you know what? You gave the dude a shot. His character's you know I mean? not awful either. No, it's good. His promo, you know, and good. like you said, he came back. There's no way he's not on something. Oh no, no, there's no way. He's there's too no jacked. Yeah, <laughs> he's too jacked. He looks crazy. Yeah, he, like, he looks ripped, crazy. Like to shred. He's in crazy shape. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, I, I would not be mad at it at all if they gave that dude a shot. He has a catchphrase going. He What's that? Gang. He has the look. You know, he calls himself the Maharaja, oh, whatever okay, that means. Okay, okay. Um, he, he has that little catchphrase. He, he, he has the look. He's a tall, lanky bastard. Um, he's easily 6'5". You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's a big ripped. guy, man. He has the look. He has the little catchphrase. He has the decent little, you know, Punjabi music rap that he got coming to the ring. He has a total package. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His promos mm-hmm. are decent, and he got better in the ring since the last time he left or whatever. So just give the dude the push. I guarantee you, as crazy as it is, I think this is the first time a foreigner is probably going to get cheered over the American. Probably. They're in Chicago, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, they're in the they're... land of where people cheer the heels and, and boo mm. babies and shit. Yeah, <laughs> boo babies. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I- I'd say go for the shock value and give the belt to Mahal. And let the whole world go nuts. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the, the preview for, for Backlash and for NXT TakeOver. Mm. Um, before we get out of here, uh, I want to do this quick new segment that, that I created that I said in the beginning of the show, uh, the quick pay-per-view rewind. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the results of both WCW sold out from 1997 and from that same month, WWE's Royal Rumble 1997. I'm not going to get too into detail. The way we're going to judge this thing is look at the card, like the names and you know star value of mm-hmm. the cards the decisions, like the outcomes or whatever, and just are not even watching it because I'm pretty sure we've seen these pay-per-views before because this is the pay-per-views we grew up with and we have the network. We probably ran into it a a time or two. Um, So just from the card, the way it looks, and the way we just judge wrestling, we're going to figure out which show that month was better. Okay. Um, so let's start off with the NWO-themed sold-out pay-per-view. First match on the card, we have Masahiro Chono defeating a very young Lionheart Chris Jericho. Um, we have Big Bubba Rogers, a.k.a. Big Boss Man, defeating Hugh Morris. <laughs> oh, no, man. Hugh I, I liked Hugh Morris back He was then. good, man. Yeah, he, he was, was a fat good. dude that did a moonsault. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was good. <laughs> WCW we was have... two and zero though. It was a Mexican no, death no, match. No, no, no. No, NWO no, was two and zero. Yeah, at that point. What the hell's a Mexican yeah. death match though? 
<laughs> beats me. Um, oh god! And why would Hugh Morris and Big Bubba have a Mexican death match? Right. Oh, it basically is a, is a uh, similar type of match is the Texas death match, aka Mexican death match, where is it where a wrestler must be pinned or forced to submit before the referee. So basically, a last a last man standing match. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Like, you get the pin, and then they got to count to ten. Right, right, assumption. A very young Jeff Jarrett versus Mr. Wall Street, a.k.a. IRS. And that's WCW's first win, Jeff Jarrett. Um, Buff Bagwell defeated his old partner from the American Male, Scotty Riggs. So NWO at this point is up 3-1. Scott Flash Norton defeated Diamond Dallas Page. Wow. By Kona. Um, by count out, that was probably obviously some mm-hmm. interference. Um, the Steiner brothers defeated the Outsiders for the WCW Tag Team Championship. Um, that's dope. That's a good ass match. That's a good match. Which, uh, WCW two wins, the NWO four. Um, Eddie Guerrero defeated Sean Waltman, aka Six Pot, for the in a ladder match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh no, not the Cruiserweight Championship, the US title. Wow, wow. six was the US, six was the US champion. Interesting. That's great. Um <laughs> but Eddie Guerrero gets WCW kind of close with uh three wins to four. And in the main event, Hollywood Hogan defends the WCW title against Giant. Not the Giant, Giant. As I could imagine, and, that match was a piece of shit. Yeah, and it lasted ten minutes and fifty two seconds. Yeah, My God. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they fought to a no contest. Sure. Um, yeah. At that point, let's go to the Royal Rumble 1997. Uh, hold on one second. I had my notes on my tablet and it died. So give me one <laughs> You just need the, um, the uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah, just, just, the, just the card. I was going to get it on, on Wiki like I did the other one. Uh, here we go. I had it saved. They had Shawn Michaels looking very flamboyant on the poster. Um, <laughs> okay, I got it. Here we go. Yeah, I got it too. So apparently, at the time, WWE was uh, co-promoting with AAA, which is probably the biggest company in uh, in Mexico mm-hmm. in wrestling. So the first match of many of these uh, integrated matches was a tag team match. Pedro Aguayo Jr., who sadly passed away a rest few years peace, back. Rest in peace. And, and Venom, sure, no defeated idea. Manaiko and Mosco de la Merced. Sure. <laughs> He's a fly. Uh, <laughs> and the second match was a six-man tag team match. You had Octagon, Blue Demon Jr., and you might be able to say this better than me, Tinebelas. Tinieblas. Tinieblas Jr. <laughs> it, it means darkness. It means darkness. So he was Junior Dark. dark. He wasn't that dark. He was, just... he was Junior Dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they defeated oh, Heavy man. Metal, Abismo Negro, and Black Hysteria. Abyss. I like Black Abyss. That's dope. Hysteria is um super crazy. That's right. Yes. Apparently. Another tag team match, Jesus Christ, um, Mascarita Sagrada Jr., who is... Uh, I think these I think are little Max people, Mini. though. Remember Max Mini. These are little um, people, yeah. 
These are, yeah, this is the little people match, yeah. La Parquita. And, and is that little La Parquita? Yeah, La Parquita. <laughs> defeated Mini Mankind and Mini Vader. Oh, wow. Oh boy, that's funny. I, I think WCW is winning so far. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a landslide so far. <laughs> For the Intercontinental Title, we have Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, with Mister Hughes as his manager. Okay. Defeated Old Dust with his wife Marlena. Jesus, that was the longest um, match, except for the Rumble of the night. Damn, Why sixteen, did you give him 16 minutes. Why? I gotta see that match. If it lasted almost 17 minutes, it must have been good. Um, we have Ahmed Johnson, your favorite. Um, defeated Farouk, who had every single member of the freaking Nation of Domination. Who the hell's JC Ice. And Wolfie D. That Wolfie was the white D? dudes that were rapping. Okay, Crush. We know Crush. D Lo Brown. Yeah. Wolfie where was, where was D. Savio Vega? He was a, he was a original Nation of Domination. He was. Then. Um, we had Vader defeating The Undertaker. Oh, shit. I got to watch that. Yeah, me too. Um, now in the next AAA six-man tag match. Why'd they God. do this? Why? Why'd they do this? <laughs> what was the point of this? It's so oh weird. Oh, my God. We have Hector Garza, who's dead also. We have Pedro Aguayo Sr. Okay. With Kanek. Defeating Jerry Estrada, Heavy Metal again, and uh, Fuerza Guerrero, who is uh, Juventud Guerrero's father. Um, so they not only did they have luchadors, but they had old ass luchadors wrestling. Yeah, because Pedro Aguirre is fossil. Yeah, thirty, and here comes the Royal Rumble, which was won obviously by Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. eliminating Bret Hart, who was the last one to get eliminated. Even though Austin was eliminated previously. The refs did not see it. He ran back in the ring and threw Bret Hart out. Um, then Shawn Michaels with another fossil, Jose Lothario, who I hated. Why was um, he there? What was this? the mystique of this old dude? I couldn't stand I him. I, I hated him. What was the it was purpose funny because I, I heard, like, in a shoot interview from somebody that Michaels didn't even like him either. Like, but what was the association of having an old Mexican wrestler... Or whatever he was. I think he was Spanish. Yeah, I'm bugging. Yeah, he was Mexican. Yeah, yeah. With Shawn Michaels. What was the point? What was well, the, the thing story? is, apparently, apparently the Lothario trained Michaels when he was very young. So they integrated that. So like stupid. when he was training to wrestle Bret Hart in the Iron Man match, he started training with Lothario again. It was stupid. That, was that old man had no stupid. point in being there. Jose um, just for the hell of it, I'm going to read off the guys, the stars oh. who were in the Rumble. Yeah, for just sure. for the hell of it. The first entrant was Crush. The second one was Ahmed Johnson. The third one was the fake Razor Ramon. Um, the fourth one was Phineas Godwin, aka Midian. Uh, coming in fifth was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Six Bart Gunn. Seven Jake the Snake Roberts. Eight the British Bulldog. Rest in peace. Nine Puroth, who was triple A wrestler. Um, the Sultan, aka Rikishi. Number 11, the legendary Mil Mascaris, who eliminated himself. Dumbass. Um, <laughs> number 12, Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Number 13, the late, great Owen Hart. Number 14, Goldust. Number 15, Seabrook Netico, who's uh, Triple H. Number 16, Mark Merrow. Number 17, the Latin Lover. 18, Farouk. 19, Savio Vega. 
Number 20, Jesse James, a.k.a. The Road Dog. Number 21, Brett The Hitman Hart. 22, Jerry The King Lawler. Number 23, The Fake Diesel, a.k.a. Kane. Um, number 24, Terry Funk. Number 25, The Rock, Rocky Maivia. Number 26, Mankind. 27, Flash Funk, a.k.a. Too Cold Scorpio. Flash Number 28, Funk. Vader. Number 29, Henry Godwin. And number 30, The Undertaker. Austin eliminated 10 people in this match. Yes, he did. That he did. Crazy. Definitely. In terms of match card, I mean, unless you're really big into Mexican (laughs) wrestling back in 1997. They dominated the card, bro. Like, they're all. WTW had a great card. They're all all Mexican wrestling matches, bro. Like, it's the whole thing. With a sprinkle of Ahmed Johnson and Farouk. Ahmed Johnson was terrible. The only match I'm intrigued by that WWE put on is Vader Taker. Yeah. And Michaels and Sid was a decent match. And the crowd, being how they were in Shawn Michaels' hometown of San Antonio, Uh the crowd was just insane for for Shawn winning the belt. But it's not like Sid was Eddie Guerrero in the ring. You right. Know what I mean? He's so, a stiff seven-footer, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I Eddie think, Guerrero, six, uh, ex, that ladder match had to have been stupid. Like, that had yeah, to have been yeah. crazy. Buff Bagwell, Scotty Riggs probably was a good match. Chono, mm-hmm. Jericho. I mean, yeah. those three matches alone, you know. And then you got the Steiner brothers against the Outsiders. Arguably yeah. the two, you know, two top five tag teams of all time. Like, Gotta give it to yeah. WCW on this one. I'm a, I might throw this shit on the network when I, when we finish podcasting. Hey man, if I didn't have to wake up in five hours, I would watch that shit right now myself. Um, but I'm definitely throughout the weekend. I'm gonna check out. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. check out both of these. But I'm gonna fast forward through Royal Rumble. Um, Too much Mexican <laughs> wrestling for me. Yeah, man. I I like luchadors and stuff, but it's not like Rey Mysterio Jr. is in this card. It's not like you know. Psychosis or Hoopin to Guerrera. You have a bunch of old luchadors in this paper. Old dudes, man. Old ones, man. So, I mean, whatever. So, honestly, and it sounds like you agree, I think for the first ever Jay's Weekend Wrestling pay per view rewind, I think WCW's NWO sold out 1997 beats WWE's Royal Rumble. Uh, 97. Obviously, the Royal Rumble is probably extremely entertaining, and they finally starting to push Steve Austin, um, which led to Austin and Brett at the WrestleMania uh, 13 uh, submission match, which was mm-hmm. a great match. But um, I think at this point, WCW takes round one for sure, and the pay per view rewind was uh, rewind was sold out. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. I mean, besides. I think we pretty much covered everything that we wanted to. We covered um, a lot. <laughs> we, we damn sure covered a lot of stuff. It's another <laughs> two-hour podcast. Yeah. I'm, oh, one thing that I forgot to mention, because uh, the one thing that reminded me was that all the pay-per-views are in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a promoter in the U.K. that is offering CM Punk $1 million to be a part of his wrestling uh, tour that he's got going on. Um, I mean, shit. I mean, I, I, I more than anybody would like to see CM Punk back in the ring. But do is it kind of insane that a promoter would pay him one million dollars to come to wrestle for them? 
I think CM Punk definitely made a million dollars rest. I mean, fighting for the one minute, two minutes that he got his ass whooped. Um, yeah. My thing is contractually, can he do that? I mean, because I know in the UFC, if you retire and you come out of retirement, it unfreezes your UFC contract. Like you automatically are a UFC fighter. You can't go anywhere else. So is that the same what thing was, with WWE? What was CM Punk's contract in the UFC? How many fights did he have? Three fights. A three-fight deal, I think. So technically, he's still a UFC fighter? Yeah. I mean, he's he didn't retire. So, yeah, he's technically a UFC dude. Wow. I mean, like, I don't know if we mentioned this before. He's, yeah, he's under the, that, um, the challenge on MTV. So if they let him do that, I'm sure they wouldn't mind letting him do this. And he's labeled as MMA fighter. Right. It's so weird. Which is, which is ridiculous. You wrestled for 20 years and you have one MMA fight. You're an MMA fighter. Stop. So weird. But yeah, man, uh, we covered every aspect of everything we can think of, um, we covered some basketball, we covered some boxing, we covered some MMA, we covered wrestling, we covered music for the first time on this show. Um, I don't know if there's anything that you want to add, if there's anything coming up, because um, if not, then, uh, you know, it's 12-12 in the yeah, morning. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you, got, if you don't have anything, I guess we can start calling it a night. Nah, man, I think that's a wrap. I don't have... Nothing, nothing. We we spoke about LeVar Ball for Christ's sake. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we start talking about male rompers, we're going to be here for another hour. So, Oh, dude, I was going to bring that up, but you know what? We can talk about that bullshit on the next show. Hopefully it's um, dead by the time we podcast again. Yeah, yeah hopefully. So That's stupid. ridiculous. I've actually you? argued with people over that. People are crazy, man. What's wrong with But, uh, oh, one thing you did mention to me that I actually mentioned on the last show in passing, my boy, talk about goats, the greatest of all time right. in, in football-wise, has finally made it to the cover of Madden NFL 18. It's kind of crazy that he has five rings, and now they put him on the freaking cover. I mean, you scared of that Madden curse at all? No, not one bit. It's Tom Brady. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, I wouldn't be... That, I wouldn't that's be... That's why even. I'm not scared of it. Yeah, it's tough. Has he ever been... He's never been on the cover before, right? No, not at all, right? I don't think so. Mm, I don't think so either. But, um... Yeah, he's but yeah, I don't, I don't see... <laughs> I don't see it, it affecting him. He's a Tom Brady that now probably has the best receiving core in football. Mm-hmm. Which is scary, because if you think about it, with the addition of a Brandon Cooks, which is unbelievable, um, you think, look at this. He has Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, and Brandon Cooks to throw to. Not to mention, Gronk if, Gronk, if Gronk could stay healthy for more than six games, um, you got Gronk, they got that tight end that used to be with the Colts. I forgot the dude's name. Um, but... Uh, Along with those running backs, James White and Deion Lewis, who can catch passes. I mean, come on. This is, you know. They might go back to back. Uh, and that's a hard thing to do in football. They've it, done it, it before, though. That's the thing. They've already done it before. 
Yeah, yeah. So, needless to say, I'm very excited for the upcoming NFL season. Um, but yeah, man, and I'm definitely getting that gold edition. I I, <laughs> I never usually get games that are like gold. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the ultimate edition. Blah blah yeah, blah. I yeah. get the regular game, and I just you know whatever. Right. But in this case, I might just frame this shit. And buy the digital version. <laughs> Take the disc out and put that joint. Yeah, man. Tom is definitely, he's, there's no debate there. I don't think there's even a question. I don't know how anybody can still debate this. No, game. no. That's, that one is open and shut. Yeah. And a lot of people keep bringing up Charles Haley. Charles Haley was not a quarterback. No. That's not even, that's so stupid. Char- yes, Charles Haley is the first guy to get five rings. He's not a quarterback. No. Tom is the first quarterback to get five rings. Yeah, it's such a difference. It's not even an argument. Like it's it's, it's so stupid. Whoever, like the quarterback is the mo- is the position in all of sports that impacts his team the most. It's not even a debate. Yeah. As far as team sports are concerned. There is no other position in any sport that impacts his his team the most. The only argument is pitcher, and that's that you you take him out. He's not there for the whole game. Yeah, and he's you know it's not even a debate. Like it's it's so stupid. Yeah, you know he he obviously you know pushed Joe Montana out the way, he pushed Terry Bradshaw out the way, mm-hmm. and he took the reins. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You got to give it to him. I'm not the biggest Pats fan in the world, but I, I love Tom Brady. Especially that savage. freaking miracle that he pulled off in the damn Super Bowl. He's an animal. Yo, he's different. Like, he's, he's his mindset is Jordan. His mindset is Kobe. He's, like, he's different, he man. He's a straight-up murderer. He cusses on the sidelines, and I love Yo. that <laughs> shit. He's so foul. <laughs> got to respect that, man. Yeah, he's filthy. <laughs> he's a genius. He weighed on him, man, but he gets the job done, man. He does. He's got man. a freaking supermodel Can't wife. Nobody can say man. anything about that dude, man. And if it wasn't for that freaking lucky ass Eli Manning, oh, oh, I hate him. Yo, he would have seven rings if it wasn't for I Eli can't Manning. Stand him. Freaking Look. Giants fans would still bring that shit up, too. I'm like, stop. Tom Brady has won two Super Bowls since the last time Eli Manning's won one. Mm-hmm. He beat Seattle, who was probably the best defense in years. He beat Seattle, and he beat this freaking surging hot freaking Atlanta team, who was up twenty-eight to three in the freaking fourth yeah, quarter. That's the greatest. That's the greatest game and greatest performance in NFL history. Period. Hell yeah. Period. There's no. It's not even a discussion. I'm a Cowboys fan, so me giving the Patriots any light is, does nothing. So it's, I'm not doing it. It's, it's just a fact. Like, it's, bro, like, we were watching that shit, and I'm like, how? How is this, like, how is this happening? Why are you not just running the clock? It's somehow, some way, the ball bounces in his favor. He's just no grunk, mind you. Yep. How so scary ridiculous. is that? He's so ridiculous, bro. I'm That's why whenever, whenever, whenever people say, "Oh, you know, he has Gronk, he has this," no. he didn't have Gronk for half of the season and the Super Bowl, yeah. and he still won. No. So that puts the arguments to bed. 
Brady made Gronk. Gronk didn't make Brady. You can't. It's not. It's not. No. Leave. No. There should be no discussion. Like Tom Brady's by himself. That's why it's so stupid to me that people with this LeBron Jordan shit, man. Like there's certain guys that is not even a comparison. Nobody. Nothing. There's nothing. That's why clowns like Max Kellerman piss me off. Oh God. He's gonna fall off a cliff. So stupid. In one year. And I usually don't agree with Stephen A. Smith, but Stephen A. Smith was like, are you kidding? You're telling me months after what he just did in the Super Bowl, all of a sudden he's going to turn into a bum? Come on. Like, he doesn't have to run. All he has to do is throw the ball. It's not a position where you have to run, jump, and do anything like that. He could stay in that pocket forever. You went out something sad. Our running game was pretty bad in that Super Bowl. Tom Mm -hmm. Brady was the second leading rusher. (laughs) His slow ass. Yeah. So that 15-yard run that he had in that game? So crazy. That dude just wants to win. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. All right. Now we added a sport. We covered football as well. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to just get off of this before I end up thinking of something else to talk about. Um, So this has been episode 16, the the special variety episode of the Jays Weekend Wrestling Podcast. Mm Um, I'll be doing episode 17 next week, um, you know, reviewing all the craziness in the world of pro wrestling that has gone on over the weekend. Um, Izzy's always welcome to jump on whenever he wants. Yes, sir. Um, I will be doing a show probably Saturday or maybe early Sunday. I'll be doing a, a second edition of Jay's Review where I will be reviewing another horror movie franchise. Um... I'll be talking about the Scream series, the, the four Scream films. Um, I won't be talking about the Scream show because it has nothing to do with the movies. And quite frankly, I heard it sucked. So I'm not going to be talking about it. Um, so, yeah, that'll be my second edition of Jay's Review, where I will continuously be reviewing another different horror franchise. And I love Scream, so that's what I'm going to be talking about next. Um so with that being said, this was episode 16. Everybody enjoy all the wrestling that's going on this weekend. For Izzy, I am Jay. Signing off. Later. Peace. El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es... Crujiente, tiernito, oh. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y... Wow. Es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Pa, 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 pa. En McDonald's Participantes.